Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. There's a voice that keeps on calling me Down the road, it's where I'll always be Every stop I make, I make a new friend Can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone Until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on Down this road that never seems to end When you adventure lies just around the bend So if you want to join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel light, that's old style Maybe tomorrow, I'll want to settle down Until tomorrow, the whole world is my own I've got to do a radio show now. You were wearing wearing my clothes. Now give them back. Thank you. You can't look, mate. Mate. Can I start the show, please? I love you, you, but you can't keep taking my clothes and putting them on. Okay, James. Thanks for it. Thank you, James. Thank you very much. Um, (laughs) People think this is like like a hammy kind of setup. It's not. The fella won't leave me alone. Actually won't leave me alone. Oh three four 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 nine. I enjoyed that chat with um, Yvette Fielding so much so that um, um, I showed Catherine um, the uh, most haunted with girls allowed on. Oh, if you've not got time to watch the whole thing, it's about an hour and a half. There's a, like a ten minute best of uh, girls allowed on most haunted. It is the funniest. It's very sweary. It's not safe for work. I'll tell you that. It's not safe for work. But it's very, very funny. I mean, it is absolutely hilarious. Good evening, dear listener. It's Thursday. It's the day before nuclear war destroys all of us, huh? Imagine that. Um, it's Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. You know the um, the structure of the show. It's It's a show about anything. You can call in about anything. And interestingly as well, 
I should say, you can call in about stuff that we were talking about yesterday or stuff that we were talking about last week, or maybe you've listened to a podcast from April of last year, and you can call in about stuff, you know, that we were talking about then. It's a show where everything kind of melds and merges and and flows over. And uh, we're going to start the show with um, uh, something that we were talking about towards the end of yesterday's show. Now, I haven't got yesterday's sum, but there was a there was a story in yesterday's sum about um, sperm donation. Do you remember we were talking about that? And about how there are some Facebook sites um, where... Because if you want to get, you know, sperm donation, you, you have to pay a lot of money. I don't quite know the exact figures, but I think it can run into the thousands of pounds um, to, to, to get it done. So there are various um, Facebook sites, it would appear, where you, if you're a woman that um, wants sperm, you can post on there. And if you're a gentleman that wants to donate sperm, you post on there and you kind of find a match uh, most of it i believe is artificial insemination but there might be one or two people who um uh we we read out a list do you remember we read out a list yesterday of, of people to that, that um, had been flagged as being slightly inappropriate well it got me and kath absolutely fascinated didn't know anything about this didn't know this was going on didn't know this was a thing at all and we um we found um one of these facebook pages yesterday and kath um, joined up to it and has been exchanging various messages with various um well there was a couple of gentlemen that were exchanging um messages um one guy where was one guy from that couldn't travel there was one guy from the midlands or something he said i can't travel i asked if he could um send it in a jiffy but we don't know the answer to that but 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 um just as we were about to come on air Catherine said oh i think i have a young lady that would um be willing to talk about it and i think that young lady is on the phone now kj hello hey how are you doing you're right yeah, I'm good, thank you. Um, well, you don't sound weird. Do you know what? Because that, <laughs> that was my first thing. I thought, oh, they're, they're all going to be strange weirdos. Um, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> uh, well, you, okay, well, I'll, I'll, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll reassess you by the end of this phone conversation. <laughs> um, did, did you see the story in the sun yesterday? Do you know what? I didn't. Um, and it's only from Catherine's post on the sperm donor group that I've spotted it and, then, and had a little look since then. Yeah. What did you um, make of it? Ah, oh, do you know what? It made me cringe. It really did. Oh. And it's quite saddening, really, because this has been something that's been a big decision for me. Yeah. Um, and it took a lot of thought process. Um, and it made it, it did, sort of degraded it for me. And I thought, that's really sad if that's all the only side of the point of view that people are getting, which is when Catherine sort of said, would anybody like to put their point across? I was like, yeah, definitely. Well, good. It's not how it was. Well, good, because let, 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 well, then I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask you some personal questions, KJ. And yeah, if there's anything I ask you don't want to answer, you just tell me to jog on and we'll be fine, yeah. OK? No worries. Um, uh, wh- wh- why? I, I guess the first question is why. Why Why do you want to go down this route? OK. Um, well, first thing is I'm gay, is the, the big thing. So regardless of what situation I find myself in, I've got to use a donor of some sort. Yeah. Um... I wanted to be a mum from about the age of 22. I'm 30 now. Um, and when I came out as gay, my mum cried. And to be honest, she cried because she thought she wasn't going to be a grandparent. Right. And I said, that, that's not changed. I still want to be a mum. And that has been the case all the way along. And I've been in and out of a few relationships and sort of got to a point where I thought, 
you know, you get a few years in and it's a mm. bit early and I thought, I need to do this because I'm 30 now and time I'm not on my side. Yeah, you start doing maths, don't you? But maths yeah. about, well, if I start a new relationship now, then, you know, yeah. we'd have to wait a couple of years, bef- you know, yeah. so, um, and you, you say you, you're 30 now. I am. Okay. Well, that's, well, man, to, to be 30 uh, again, yeah. blimey. I'm still young enough, but um, yeah. there's this, you know, without going into too yeah. much detail, there's, there's fertility problems in my family. Right, my okay. parents eight eight years to have me, so yeah. there's a chance it'll take me a fair while. Um, and what 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 are the problems with going down the in inverted commas the the normal you know route of of going to a, a I don't know I don't know how you do it go to a sperm bank and you register and do all of that stuff. Why is yeah. that not appropriate for you? Um, honest answer is financially. Right. I last. No, not last September, the year before, I did pay through a sperm bank. And to put it into perspective for you, for 1.4 mil of sperm, I paid £550. Struth! Yeah. <laughs> and it didn't work. Oh, yeah. Um, so, you know, and, and I, you know, don't get me wrong, I was saying to Catherine, I'm in a decent enough job to do that, but I'd rather save the money and spend it on the child when it comes. Yeah. Um, than yeah, yeah, of course. Spend it on that. And... I saw this website, this Facebook group, and I joined it. Um, spoke to a number of gentlemen, as you, as Catherine mm. has And I think you've got to use your intelligence a little bit at times and, and work out the genuine people um, versus the, the people that are on there for a bit of a, a laugh and a joke. Well, there seem to be some that are on there for, to take the mick. There yeah. also seem to be some that are on there to get their rocks off. Yeah, and I mean, there's a few on there that will only use natural insemination and and some women that is all they want as well and it's personal preference um personally i would use artificial insemination yeah and, and gay that's the, the only option for me um, and my donor that i found is incredible and he's very supportive he's a gentleman in the truest form um who just wants to help women um his story and i'm sure he won't mind me sharing it with you is he met a lesbian couple on holiday many years ago um, one of them was pregnant, and they explained the journey they'd been through and how much it had cost them. Yeah. And it suddenly dawned on him that this was something he could help people with. And since then, he's been helping donate to sort of gay people. Do you know how many children he's fathered? He's had 15 positive. Flipping heck! Yeah. Because, do you not think, and I, and I say this because I had a dad that played around a lot, and we found out quite late in life that I had loads of brothers and sisters everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I don't, I don't want to say it screwed me up, but it it it, it confused me and upset me for quite a few years. Yeah, are you cool. are you worried that when your child gets mm-hmm. to an age and they find out what happened and they realise that they've got you know a dozen or so brothers and sisters around that that might be painful for them? Do you know my honest answer to that is from the point of being able to communicate with my child, I'm going to tell them the truth, right? So that it's not a shock later on in life. But actually, you know, my story's going to be is that, you know, mummy really wanted to be a mum and have you in her life. Yeah. As an amazing person who was helping other ladies become mummies, um, just ha- offered to help me. And, and that's how I, you know, how I had you. And so it'll be something that will be fairly known throughout the whole of I I found my half-brother mm. later on in life. And yeah, it does come as a shock. Um, but it wasn't as much of a shock because I'd already kn- always known I'd got this half-brother somewhere. Mm. Um, so that's that's my plan. The other thing with my donor, there are a few donors that I would class as irresponsible donors who've got, like, over 200 children. Flipping heck, KJ! 
Yeah. And, and, and if you think about it, the problem there is if these children don't know they're related, they could be incest later down well, the this line. Is, this was a thing I was going to ask, the worry about if, you know, yeah. th- th- they meet up and they fall in love and la la la, you know, who knows what's going to happen. I mean, my donor won't donate in the same area. <laughs> donated in one area. That's, that he's doing respect. it on a county by county basis. He is. is I, he? I have this image in my head that he's got a map at home that he just crosses <laughs> off an area. Um, whether that's, that's brilliant. true. Um, <laughs> and how long were you on the site before you found him? And how many, you know, chances did you have to to, to, to say no to? Um, I've said, what's the I was explaining to Catherine, I had, um, I was in a relationship, so yeah. I'd made this decision to try for a baby, um, met a female, and sort of said, you know, this is my plan, I'm going to be trying for a baby next year, I understand if you run in the opposite direction, yeah. um, and she fully supported me, so we got engaged last April, um, come the May we started trying for a baby with a donor, not the donor I'm using at the moment, um, I fell pregnant after three attempts. Unfortunately, miscarried. Oh dear, I'm sorry. Um, and uh, my my partner left me. It was all too much for oh, her. Oh man, alive. so but in in this period of time, I found my new donor. Yeah. So this, I was just saying to Catherine, I'm in my what we call our two week wait at the moment. I had my donations at the weekend just gone. Um, so this is only my third attempt with him. Wow. Um, but I've been very lucky. Um, the reason I'm not using the old donor is his wife actually fell pregnant and he didn't feel it was fair to keep donating whilst she was pregnant, okay. which I completely understood. Um, is it, and does does money exchange hands? Is, is he doing it out of the kindness of his heart? Is there a reimbursement? He is doing it out of the kindness of his heart. I pay for his fuel, so he's not out of pocket. You feel, feel, um, yes, okay. Yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, hey, and, we're uh, all making our own jokes here. Come on, guys, <laughs> calm down, calm down. <laughs> um, and also, if he, so this, last lot of donations he did the thursday evening friday morning friday evening and saturday morning so i put him up in a hotel for two nights locally and is he tested for you know diseases and things (laughs) he has like a certificate or something yes and that's the one thing you guarantee you sort of demand to see before anything and also sperm counts obviously that can make a huge difference right um Um, did you not think it was it I'm so naive, KJ. And when I read this in the Sun, and of course, and of course, it's in the newspaper, and of course, it's in the Sun. So they're going to go for kind of the freakiest characters that they can find in, in in that world. You know, that's 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 the nature of newspapers. But I didn't know that that any of this existed on on on, on Facebook. Were you surprised when you found it? Very, absolutely. Like I said, I'd paid previously, um, and then I had some fertility tests and found out that I have got a blocked fallopian tube. Um, at which point I thought, well, every other girl I'm going to be doing, I'm never going to catch. Yeah. Um, I need to find a, a more financially better, for lack of better word, in, yeah. um, way of doing this. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and actually it was my ex, who was my partner at the time, who found the Facebook group. Um, and I was I was a bit dubious at first, because I thought it's Facebook, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Root of all evil at times. Yeah. And, and, and to put the... But, you know... It's all about spending that time and getting to know your donor before you even exchange anything. Um, and, and my donor's got a full profile on himself, his past medical history, his family history, um, his roots, you know, his education, everything you could possibly sort of think of, the, the information's there, and, and vice versa. Mm. He asked us a lot of questions um, and, and sort of vetted us, for want of a better word, um, and I'm glad he did. He was the first person that had. Mm. And, you know, don't get me wrong, when we first posted that we'd lost our previous donor, 
I had people offering to come round that night, and oh. I thought, I don't know who you are. Jeez, that's... <laughs> You're not coming to my house? Um, so, yeah, again, it's about using a bit of common sense. Yeah. Because you, I mean, the, 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 in the paper yesterday, and some of the gentlemen that have contacted Catherine, you do, um, they're just looking for sex. Some of yeah. them, aren't they? That's 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 the thing. Yeah, and it is. And and, it's, exploit, and, it's exploiting, you know, vulnerable. Perhaps the wrong word, but it is exploiting yeah, people who are looking for something. Yeah, somebody who's desperate for a baby yeah. can potentially put themselves in a situation that's not the safest for them. You know, if you're desperate for something, you do, don't you? And, mm. Or you can. Yeah, of course. Um, and I think that's the scary thing about it is this: it can be taken advantage of. Um, and I would will any girl that joins the website and gentlemen on, yeah. on the other side of things just to get to know each other first. Yeah. This is a big step, you know. Ultimately, it's DNA that's being swapped. Um, and, and you've got to really think carefully about that before you make those sort of decisions. KJ, I wish you the very best of luck with it. Thank you. You've, you've got Catherine's um, uh, details, so, you know, it, it, uh, you don't have to, of course, but if, you know, it I'll all goes to plan, would you let us know? Yeah, of course I will. Wicked. I mean, nice I'm going to keep trying. I'm not, you know, uh, this is, like I said, my third time with my donor. Yeah. It will happen. It's just when. I wish you the very best of luck. Thanks for coming on. No, nice to speak to you. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. There we go. You see? Isn't it funny? Isn't it funny how you can read a story in the paper and you build up this image? And we had a little giggle at the story yesterday. Of course we did, because they were picking the most outrageous um, characters they could find. And then you talk to um, you talk to someone like KJ. Um, thank you, Catherine, for, for finding her. That was brilliant. And um, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll keep you posted, guys. You can call in about that, of course, if you want. Um, or you can call in about anything else. 03444991000. Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late Nights Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 03444991000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. You're more than welcome. Um, Caddick, what did you think of KJ? Very informative. Yeah, what was, what, what did you glean from it? Well, I'm glad that nobody realised how hard it was for women who were lesbians to try and get sperm donors. Alan Caddick was listening! Success! Finders, success on a plate for you! Well, I need, I need Vanessa's advice and help tonight. Be quiet, Caddick. Could you make sure that the aircon is doing its due, Ed? A, it makes it cooler, and B, it's something for the 360 guys to look at. You can watch us this evening on 360, just for the beginning, because I didn't charge my phone up. Periscope.tv slash Ian Lee. And if you're watching on your phone, if you move your phone or your tablet around, you can look all around the studio. How's about them apples? Cad! That's brilliant. That is brilliant, Caddick. Do you know what, Caddick? What's that, Ian? I feel like singing a song. What song are you singing? I feel like singing this song. I'm your only friend. Oh, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. There we go. Here we go. A little bit keen. A little bit keen. Looking airy in the outlet by the light switch Who watches over you? Make a little birdhouse in your soul Not to put too fine a point on it Say I'm the only being your bonnet Make a little birdhouse in your soul I have 
have a secret to tell from my electrical well. It's a simple message and I'm leaving out the whistles and bells. So the room must listen to me, filibuster vigilantly. My name is Blue Canary, one note spelled L-I-T. My story's infinite, like the Longines Symphony. It doesn't rest. Blue Canary in the outlet by the light switch. Who watches over you? Make a little birdhouse in your soul. Not to put too fine a point on it. Say I'm the only bee in your bonnet. Make a little birdhouse in your soul. Keyboard solo. I'm not your only friend, but I'm a little glowing friend. But really, I'm not actually a friend, but I am. There's a picture opposite me of my primitive ancestry, who stood on rocky shores and kept the bitches shipwreck free. Oh, I respect that a lot. I'd be fired if that were my job. After killing Jason off and countless screaming Argonauts, bluebird of friendliness. Like guardian angels, it's always near. Blue canary in the outlet by the light switch. Who watches over you? Make a little birdhouse in your soul. Not to put too fine a point on it. Say I'm the only bee in your bonnet. Make a little birdhouse in your soul. While you're at it, leave the nightlight on inside the birdhouse in your soul. Not to put too fine a point on it. Say I'm the only bee in your bonnet. Make a little birdhouse in your soul. Leave the nightlight on inside the birdhouse in your soul. Not to put too fine a point on it. Say I'm the only bee in your bonnet. Make a little birdhouse in your soul. While you're at it, leave the nightlight on inside the birdhouse in your soul. Not to put too fine a point on it. Say I'm the only bee in your bonnet. Make a little birdhouse in your soul. What'd you call in for, cats? Yeah, you ought to release that as a single. Well, you never know what's in the pipeline. What are you called in for, cats? I need some advice off the listeners. Oi! Well, luckily, we have a listener. What advice would you like? Because I'm packing in the fags. Um, he's packing in the fags. Sweet. Why are you doing that, mate? Well, I'm not getting any older. Um, what? My dad said he was. You're not getting any older? I'm not, I'm not getting any younger. Oh, for a second, I thought you were Benjamin Button. No. no and soon um, you'd be um, too um, young um, to buy smokes. I'm very. I'm very seven in four weeks. Sweet Lord. And my dad said he, he, want to bury, he doesn't want to bury me before I bury him. No, you want to bury him first, then he can bury you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, well, so you want to know how to give up smoking? To, I was wondering, I was smoking Mayfair. Yes. Well, so I was going to ask listeners, what's the best electronic cigarette to have? Oh, flipping it, you're really, so you're really committed to giving up. Hey, there was a story in the paper yesterday, a fella was puffing away an electric, electronic cigarette, yeah. it blew up in his mouth, blasted all his teeth out, hole in his cheek, his face was all burnt to F. Oh, no! Yeah! Where was this? 
Um, in Birmingham. Oh my God. Yeah, it must have been. Here's the thing, Alan. Just stop smoking, mate. Don't go onto the electronic cigarettes. Well, what do you recommend? Well, I gave up um, by reading a book by Alan Carr. Not the chatty man, another man. But I imagine you're not... M- I would make up, Alan, you're not much of a reader. I've got a load of autobiography. I'm still waiting for your autobiography. Well, I'm still waiting for a publisher to say yes. Um... So, uh, well, just don't buy one of those cheap ones that you get at petrol stations. If you're going to do it, and I'm not a fan of the electronic cigarette, I think, you, you know, I stopped smoking and I stopped smoking. Uh, because if you buy electronic cigarettes, you're still imbibing nicotine, you're still paying a dollar to the man. But, um... So we're cold turkey. Well, uh, we're cold turkey, yeah. But, um, uh, uh, Alan, I know it's difficult to give up smoking. Yeah. Yeah, it's difficult. And how's the new medication coming along? Well, it's only day two. So there's probably... I won't notice a change for three weeks or so. But, 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 but. I'm on different um, antidepressants, dear listener. I've I've still got the metazapine, but the citalopram has stopped and I'm on ventafluxine or something, I don't know. Um, I've been gurning a lot today, Alan. Do you know what gurning is? Isn't that what Led Johnson used to do? Yeah. I've just been finding myself, and if you're watching on Periscope, I'm doing it now. I've just been finding myself really needing to stretch my face like this. And I've just, I've just found myself walking down the street, pulling all these ridiculous faces. Oh dear! Yeah, like, it's like I'm, it's like I'm walking home from a club at four o'clock in the morning, coming down. It's like, Ugh. But it feels really good to stretch my face like that. So I'm doing a lot of gurning. Giving the facial exercise for the oh, facial I didn't hear what you said, but Alan. Giving some exercise for the facial muscles. Exactly. That's that's exactly what I'm doing, sir. Exactamundo, Officer Fonzarelli. Alan, keep listening. People will give you some tips, I'm sure. If not, well, it's tough. 0344 499 is the telephone number. Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Unmissable Late Night Radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. Late Night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. 0344 499 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, then you can. Yep, I can do that. Dana! Hip, hip, hip! That's it! That's the attitude! That's the attitude! H- how's the cake going? Um, the cake? Mmm, are you having cake? I'm not having any cake tonight. You're Although, actually, we've got, we got another birthday this sa- Saturday, so there'll be cake then. Oh, it's my niece's birthday Monday. Oh! Hark at you! What, you got her? <sighs> so, I was going to find out if you wanted to... Talk to my mum. Oh, sorry. Oh. Sorry? What? Okay. What? No. Did you want to have a word with my mum? Yes, I did. I'm glad do that... You? Yes, I do, and I want to talk to her. Okay. Mother. I'll put you on to mum, his mum. About time. This Hello? Time. Hello, Dana's mum. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm fine. Are you doing a posh telephone voice? Oh, no. I always speak like this. Oh, do you? Because my mum, my mum, bless her, whenever she, she kind of grew up in sort of London, but whenever she's on the phone, she starts doing a very, oh, hello, she starts doing a very posh telephone <laughs> voice. <laughs> no, I'm, no, I'm always like this. You're posh. Um, yes. What's your name, uh, Dana's mum? 
Sue. Hello, Sue. How are you doing? You all right? I'm very well, thank you. Did yes. you know that Dana mm. has become a little bit of a celebrity? I know. Isn't it incredible? Yes, it is. It's wonderful. Who'd have thought it? She's been doing... She's done stand-up. I know. Um, and she's been on the radio all the time. And yes. there, are, there are Dana fans all over the place. It's incredible. That's good. I'm glad. Yeah. Yes, I know. She's... she's uh, I know. She's, uh, she's well-liked. She is well-liked yes. indeed. Now, yes. How about you? What have you been up to today, Sue? Um, well, I, I live in Northamptonshire. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. In a village in Rome. I'm teasing, I'm teasing. I used to listen to you every morning on the radio. Oh, did you? When we were at the BBC, yes. me and Kath? Yes. Oh, oh yes. It's lovely. How... I do miss you. Oh, bless you. And the thing is, years ago, when I lived in Swanley in Kent, I used to listen to you every evening. On LBC? On ra- on, yes, on the radio. And when you had Barry and Angela, uh, Barry on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. Sue, well, uh, bless I... you, aren't you? <laughs> Isn't it funny? I've been thinking a lot about um, the, 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 um, the, the LBC show the last couple of days, just because various people have, have been in touch and stuff. Um, and it always amazes me. Because I didn't have a clue what I was doing at that place. Me and my friend Chris was producing me. We did not have a clue. And we just went in every day and going, right, what can we do to mess around today? And it was wonderful to know that... Well, thank you so much. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yes, I did. I did, and also I must tell you, I met I met Angelos one day Uh-oh. in Balham, <laughs> in the Costa's coffee shop, and I said to him, I said to him, um, "What's your real name?" So he told me, and then I said to him, "Well, where's your orange carrier bag?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, he's um. Uh, what do you mean? What's his real name? He's a real person, for goodness' sake. So, <laughs> oh, how no. did you know it was him? Did you recognise him? I recognised him, and oh. and he said he was. Yes, oh, yes, fun. I was. I was there with my with one of my other daughters. Yeah, we're having a cup of coffee, and I said to him, "Guess who that is?" <laughs> <laughs> How funny! Because I, I mean, I don't know if he gets recognised that much. Because oh he, yeah, he's um he's very very funny. And Bar- I know Barry from Watford sent me a message yeah. today. He's yeah. very keen to come on the show soon, but he's Good. filming. He's filming. I don't know if I meant to say this. I'm going to say it, but I don't know if I meant to. Yeah. He's filming a television show with Noel yeah. Edmonds at the moment. Oh, is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Like a big series for Channel 4. Lovely. Yeah. Isn't that incredible? Yeah. I loved him. Yeah, very funny. Very naughty yeah. old man. I didn't like... Yeah. Did you ever hear his, his son Dave used to phone in? <laughs> Did you ever hear Dave? Dave phoned in and he, Dave turned up at the. Dave is Barry's son, dear listener, and he turned up at the LBC studios once and smacked yeah. me in the face. It was awful. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm glad you're laughing, Sue. I wasn't laughing as I got rushed to A and E. I know, dear. Indeed. Yeah, but I, but I really, I never missed your, I never missed your show when you're on LBC. Oh. And I never like miss six o'clock in the morning. You know what I'm talking oh, about. F- flipping it. The, 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 do you know what? I'm, I'm so sad that the way that BBC show ended. Uh, but, but, yes. but, 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 um, because yeah. I loved it. I, had, I, was, I had such a good time there. But I'm so glad I don't have to wake up at 16 minutes I past know. four every day. I know. Oh, I know. It's disgusting for your health, isn't oh, it? It, it? It really is. It drives you loopy. Yeah. I, I, in fact, I was, I was um, talking. I was texting a friend of mine, Christian O'Connell, who does the breakfast mm. show on Absolute, and he's been doing that show. God, I don't know, about ten years. Ten years yeah. at least. Yeah. No. And it does drive you loopy. 
Yeah, the body can't take it. No, dear. it can't. It's not meant. No. For, it's not meant to do that at all. It's not good for family life either. Oh no! You, you, well, we ended up sleeping in separate rooms, and I'd, I, oh, I'd, I'd put the kids to bed, and then I'd go to bed, and it isn't. It's not particularly healthy. No, so no, four no. years was long enough doing that. I think. Yeah, but because um, I listen to JVS. Yeah. Oh yeah. Jonathan yeah. Smith. Yeah. But why don't you? It would be lovely if you could have done the treasure quest. You know, in the <laughs> after, on the Saturday. Do you know what they talked about me doing the treasure? Quest and we couldn't we couldn't make it work in the end. There was oh. there was talk about me doing it, but they, we couldn't make it work. Oh. Well, listen. Next time you listen to JVS, send him a little text saying that I say hello, and I, th- I think I he's will. he's a real talent and he's a very nice yes. gentleman. Listen, yes. Sue, I've got to move on. It's nice. It's so right, nice to talk you. to you. Is is Dana? I don't want to speak. I don't want to speak to Dana. I don't. Why would I want to speak to Dana? I wanted to speak to you. <laughs> so love you lots. Take care. Thank you very much indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Guess who's just. Followed me on Twitter. Have a guess. Guess who's just followed me on Twitter? Lily Allen. Yeah. Huh? How's about them apples? The brilliant Lily Allen. I've been wanting to ask Lily Allen, right? Because I think she's fab, right? And she's had a real rough time in the press recently. She always seems to have a rough time in the press. And I think she's brilliant. I've been wanting to ask her on the show for ages and ages and ages. And I thought, well, she won't want to come on here. And then tonight, I was going through a list my sister sent me of of guests that she thought would be good for the show. And I messaged some of them, Michael Palin and Susanna Hoffs and um, a a guy called, uh, an American uh, actor called Fred Willard, who's absolutely brilliant. And I sent some emails out. And I just thought, I'm gonna, I'm gonna chance my arm, and I'm gonna send Lily Allen a message, and I've just said, sent it, Lily. I'm gonna say, it. I think you're ace. I'd love to chat you, to you on my show one night. She liked that tweet. She followed me. She may be sending me a private message saying, "Up oh, yours, you knob." She may be. Who knows? But I, even if she, even if she called me a knob, what an honour it would be to be called a knob. <laughs> but honestly, I think she's brilliant, and I'm desperately trying to think if I've made jokes about her on TV in the past because the, 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 the TV career that I had it was quite mean. A lot of the TV stuff it was quite mean, and I'd often make jokes about people. Then this industry is very small. You end up working with those people or being in the same green room as those people. Um, but um, when she's following me, I can send her a direct message and we'll see if she'll come on because I think she's absolutely fab. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, Eben will come to you after this. Late night, Ian Lee. On air and after On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. Does anybody know anything about this Woody Harrelson? movie that's taking place in london tonight two o'clock in the morning um woody harrells this sounds absolutely brilliant i heard about it on radio four and there's a thing about it in one of the papers right um because you know like years ago woody harrelson used to be a bit of a caner and um he would go out on the the booze and take loads of drugs and stuff and there's a famous story about him going going nuts in london and um, getting drunk and coked up probably, and then he smashed a taxi up and did all this kind of stuff. Well, he's recreating that tonight um, in a what in a live one shot, live one shot movie that's happening at two o'clock UK time. It's being screened in one cinema here in the Picture House Central, where I saw Limmy um, the other week. 
and are being screened like 500 cinemas across the um, the United States. And um, it sounds brilliant. If I didn't have an important interview tomorrow afternoon, I'd see about getting tickets because it's, it's only up the road that, that, that it's being screened. I am tempted to drive home slowly and see if I can um, get myself in it. For, ta- for taxi driver Les Dartnell, the punter who flagged him down in Piccadilly in the early hours was just another welcome fare on a slow night back in June 2002. Welcome, that is, until he started behaving weirdly and demanding to be let out of the cab barely minutes into the journey. I said, that's fine, mate, but we're in the middle of a road with four lanes of traffic, so let me pull over first. I didn't have a clue then who this bloke was, but I was happy for him to get out because he was acting very strangely. Flippin' heck! Willie Nelson's in it! Willie Nelson's in London! Now! And Owen Wilson! What happened next is the subject of a film, Lost in London, starring Hollywood A-listers Woody Harrelson, Owen Wilson and the country singer Willie Nelson. To be shot on the streets of the capital from 2am tonight, tomorrow, and streamed live to more than 500 cinemas in the US. Willie Nelson's in the country! Willie Nelson is probably... Three miles away from me, right now. Flipping heck. Love Willie Nelson. I love Owen Wilson as well. I know a lot of people not Owen Wilson. I think he's brilliant. He's done a lot of crappy films because he he um, well he tried to commit suicide, didn't he? Apparently, and um, th- that kind of made him un uh, unemployable for a while. And I've never got it. I've always thought Owen Wilson was an absolutely brilliant actor. You ever seen the Royal Tenenbaums, the Wes Anderson film? Oh man, Owen Wilson in the Royal Tenenbaums. Oh, what a movie! What a movie! Um, what's the bottle rocket? Oh, man. I'm three miles from Owen Wilson and three miles from Willie Nelson. Flipping heck. Flipping heck, Paul. I can't believe it. <laughs> and neither can you by the sounds of it. No, no. I, I was just um, thinking to myself, it's actually really stressful being on hold. Oh, why? You often... Well, you often ask um, why why you don't get many callers. That time, yeah. from the time you're on hold and, and you can hear yeah. you with your energy and stuff. Yes. I mean, I'd planned to say hip, hip, hip at the start of the call. That just completely went out of my mind. Now, you've only been on hold for about two minutes, 40 seconds. I know. I um, know. So imagine the poor... longer in the past. Yes, well, sometimes it can it can be 30 minutes if I'm, if I'm on Indeed. a roll. I'm not on a yeah. roll at the moment. Um, but, yeah, it is... It is stressful, and I want—I do wonder why you, and I mean you specifically, and also the callers in general, why you put yourselves through it. I'm glad you do, because otherwise it will be a completely different show. But, um, yeah, I, why, why do you do it, Paul? Well, it's a thrill as well. And, you know, it's nice to speak to you, nice to be a part of the... The Ian Lee experience. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know about that, but well, I'm glad you've called in, Paul. What what have you got for us this evening? N- nothing in particular. Um, Good. I, I want to thank you for for uh, inspiring multiple moments of just um, uh, ridiculous, uh, seemingly uh, from nowhere laughter in public places oh. that generally tends to embarrass me. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I had one in Sainsbury's on the way home, <laughs> listening to the podcast, and just, you, I can't help but guffaw. Do you know, I, I say this to Sue, Dana's mum, 
Um, no, I was saying this to Sue. We don't need the Dana's mum. Sue is a woman in her own right. I was saying this to Sue. It does amaze me that not only that people listen to this and have listened to it and listen to old stuff that I did years and years ago, um, but that they find it funny and they find it entertaining or they find it moving because it's just you know it's just me showing off to Kath basically that's what the show is <laughs> it's me showing off a little bit and um you know getting a bit angsty sometimes that's all it is well I'm glad you enjoy it Paul and um do, you don't know anything about this Woody Harrelson film do you nothing at all no I'm, I'm, I'm surprised I've not heard more about it as I was driving in I couldn't listen to LBC because um Farage was on um I couldn't listen oh. to Whale because uh, I think it's an awful awful show and it's it's like an 80s throwback so I put Radio 4 on and listened to Front Row and um uh, yeah they were talking about this film that's happening live at two o'clock in the morning it sounds I, I love stuff like that a little bit pretentious um, and the potential for it to go disastrously wrong, of course, um, but it sounds very exciting. Yeah. On that bombshell. <laughs> Thanks for calling, Paul. Tutty bye. Let's go to Eben. Evening, Eben. Evening. 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 You sound like an old, um, 78 gramophone record tonight. No, it's just in the middle of watching the live auguration of... Donald Trump. What is happening now? Yeah, it's happening now. What is happening now? Yes. I d- what? It's being inaugurated now. No, it's it's like all the unknown bands being performing now. Oh no, that's just oh. the, that's just the concert, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, the, the inauguration. Well, that's tomorrow, isn't it? <sighs> I don't think he's going to swear an, alle- uh, an allegiance to um, the states of rock and roll. What's that? It's a song, isn't it? I pledge allegiance to the state of rock and roll. It's probably Kiss. It was quite funny watching it because all the bands there, uh, you have to Google them to find out who they are. Well, there's... Um, there's Sam from Sam and Dave. Hmm. Who did... Hold on, I'm coming. Is that them? Is that Sam and Dave? Yeah. Yeah. There's um, Keith... Keith, what's his name? Keith Urban, is it? Keith, the the country and western singer, but he's a rubbish country and western. Toby Keith. Yeah, Toby Keith. And there's Three Doors Down, who I've never heard of, but because of them, all day I've had in the back of my head that Dolly Parton song. Three Doors Down, they're laughing and singing and having a party. But it might actually be Two Doors Down. Anyway, and, um, and, um, and, um, that's it, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. Well, oh well. And some state music. Some state music? Yeah, by the... Oh, God. ...army band. Well, this time tomorrow, Eben, we'll all be dead, so it doesn't yeah. really matter. Does it? <laughs> does, no. It doesn't really matter. Well, good for them. I'm glad I'm glad that that's being streamed online. What have you got for us, Eben? I was actually phoning in for a bit of advice. Oh, well, this is Advice Central. We've had Caddick phoning in for advice, and we've got, have got Eben phoning in for advice. I'm leaning towards the microphone, prepared, preparing to give you the advice that you seek, young man. What would you like to know? It's about how can you tell what's a good university for film oh. studies and what's not a good university? Because I've been sent some prospectuses, and yes, they all, like, say... 
big themselves up. Well, they're not, they're not, if you want to know which ones are crap, mm. don't read the prospecti, because they're not going to say, by the way, this is a crap university. Yeah. They're, they're probably, that's probably, um, not going to happen. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know, can you, gosh, it's so long since I've, I've been in that world. Can you not go online? Is there not like, um, a trip advisor? For, um, like, uh, universities. Oh, check. No. I would have thought there would have been something like that. He's Googling it now. Sounds like, um, Pinocchio in a box. I think I found the thing. It's called Wick. University. What were you... Is your, is your computer made out of wood? No, it's in one of those Apple keyboards. And I've got quite a hard... Sorry? Do you know the Finish Apple... Finish that sentence. Yes, I've got... a keyboard? Yeah, I've got an Apple keyboard. Mm. Yeah. And I type quite hardly. Yeah, I know you do, mate. Flip it out. You must get through a, a, a keyboard every six months like that. Here it goes again. Are you typing with a hammer? No, just with my fingers. Okay, well, yeah, okay. Um, well, um, I, I guess, well, the, the trick is as well, is um, when you go and have a look at the universities. Yeah. That's, that's the trick, when you go and have a good old sniff. When I went to look at my universities to do performing arts, there were only two that I really, really liked. There was um, the one I went to, Middlesex University, and there was um, one... It wasn't a university. It was like a drama school. What was it? It was. Um, it was in. A, it was up north. We saw Nanette Newman on the train on the way back, and we got to sign um, a doily. Uh, uh, no, we didn't. We got to sign an anti-macassar. Um, it's just true. It's a true story. Um, where was it? Breton Hall. Breton Hall. That was it. Breton Hall. And they were the only two places that offered me um, uh, offered me uh, a gig, and which was very lucky uh, because I liked both of them. The rest, the rest, there was just there wasn't a good vibe there, Eben. You've mm. got to go and you've got to go and feel the vibe. And I'm also thinking about apprenticeships because oh. universities are very expensive, and I'm wondering whether in in the work life experience, yeah, is more valuable than a degree. Um, y- yeah, well, what, so what do you want to do? I'd like to do, be in the, like, film industry, like, being a DOP, potentially, and then the editor. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, um, right, right to, um, here's my advice, right, do go and do that at university, of course, but, um, write to loads of film companies and TV production companies and say, have you got a work experience programme, can I come and make tea for you, please? Okay. And, um, try and get in that, because, I mean, I don't know what it is now, but when, I know, I, I got into TV completely, the, the dodgy route, but, um, you just want to make yourself useful and get in and make tea and be a runner and, um, yeah. get shouted at by, um, has-been actors and stuff like that. That's, that's, that's a, a way to get a bit of experience on set. Yeah. But, and I've um, got some contacts yeah. now in Swansea. Oh. Do you know Twin Town? Twin Town? Yeah. No? No, it's a film made of Swansea, like, of all the, like, what? drug addicts. And hey, no, that sounds good. If you type into YouTube Twin Town... Yeah, I'm a bit busy now. By 
Kevin Allen. Oh, so you're saying, I thought you were saying bye then. <laughs> yes, okay. And it's quite funny. Okay, well, I'll have a little look at that. Okay. All right, well, yeah, get, well, get, don't, don't, email him and say, can I come and make tea on your next thing? I'll do it for free. You okay, then? And you turn up uh, half an hour before everyone else and you leave half an hour after everyone else has gone. Yeah. That's what you got to do. Okay. I'll do that. Eben, I wish you the best of luck. Who knows? I'm going to end up working for these kids at some point in the future. You know that. That's why I'm nice. That's why, dear listener, I'm nice to everybody who calls in, because I'm going to end up working for these... uh... I'm not nice to the old people, because I I probably won't end up working for them. But the kids, because I'm going to end up working with them at some point. Um, The periscope has ended. I don't know why. I think it just died. I think, oh, my camera might have um, run out of juice. We might do, uh, do it a little bit later on. An hour down. Two, two more hours to go. Sweet Lord. And it's boiling in here. Is the aircon actually broken? Has someone, has this been raised? Right, can we raise it? Can we send an e- <laughs> Jesus, it's not been, it's been broken for a week and no one's raised it. Can we raise it? Send an email to Denny and to Lauren saying the aircon is broken. Um, and can we please, for the love of all that is holy, get it fixed? I'm wearing a thick shirt this evening. A very thick shirt. And I'm feeling it. Um, 0344 Oh, look, someone's just sent me, um, okay, well, I'm going to retweet, I'm just retweeting something for you, uh, Eben, I don't know if it's any good or not, because it got sent to me, and uh, as I say, I'm a little bit busy at the moment. What's this? If, if Ramonas don't stop their wild hyperbole and the vilification, they will end up damaging Britain, says Stephen Glover. Who's Stephen Glover? Oh, we go, look. When pop star Lily Allen, isn't it? Oh, here we go. Isn't it funny how it all links up? Writes an ignorant and stupid comment on Twitter. It's probably not worth getting worked up. She is not regarded as an astute social critic. Miss Allen took to social media after Theresa May's speech on Tuesday about a global Britain with the following observation. A global Britain could be good, but the world still hates us because slavery. Um, so I don't like this attitude, right, that the, 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 the Brexiteers have. Where we all, um, and this Theresa May, we, we've all got to pull together now. It's, it's happened, it's done, we all have to pull together. No, we don't. Could you? We don't have to pull together. That's not democracy. Democracy is, you can be unhappy with a decision that has been taken and you can protest it. Uh, I, I, it's obvious to me that um, Brexit is going to completely bugger up this country. The banks are pulling out already, guys! And it's not even happened. So I'm um, I'm I'm sorry, Theresa May, and I'm sorry, everyone. Uh, uh, the fifty-two percent. There is not a Brexit that works for me, so I won't be getting behind it and supporting it in a vain attempt to make this country great again. What a load of old pish! Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the uh, telephone number. Uh, you remember we were speaking to KJ earlier on. Well, I think we may have uh, a gentleman who is a sperm donor via one of those Facebook pages. So we'll be talking to him after the news. You're listening to Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. He has made a covenant with the night and with the darkness he is in agreement. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. Late night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 
We have ways of making you talk. Evening, dear listener, 0344-499-1000. If you can pull yourself away from the uh, inauguration ball that is uh, is happening right now with a bit of a long list of celebs and um, top-notch bands playing there. 0344-499-1000. So yesterday we found that article in The Sun about sperm donation and um, it kind of fascinated us to the point where Kath and I looked at a few um, of these Facebook pages. Um, and earlier on, the first hour of the show, we spoke to KJ, who was looking for a sperm donation. And now I think we have a sperm donor on the line. Evening, Kev. Evening. Hey, Kev, how are you doing? You are right. Very good. Uh, so you're on um, one of these Facebook pages, are you? I am, yeah. Can I ask why? Why, 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 did you, uh, why do you want to do this? Well, because I sort of I stumbled across a group, and when I saw the amount of people that were on it, and what it meant to them that it and to make the the life complete and this was the only way that they could do that i thought it was such a gift to help that i'd love to do it how did you start as a thing to stumble across it yeah well what it was i saw things sort of like on the news or yeah. in the papers and this and other and I then i sort of like i did look things up and then i thought if i could do a few things to help and make them realise their dreams, and yeah. I, I'd just love to do it. And why have you chosen to um, volunteer your services on a Facebook page and not go via, um, you know, the traditional route of going to a sperm bank? I just thought it was just uh, an easier way and that uh, I could get to know that person uh, initially and see what, instead of a, like a, a donation place where didn't know any identity anything about them yeah they know we sort of get get to know each other for a while we know a bit about each other and then we we can decide whether we want to go forward or not did you um did you see the article in the sun yesterday no i didn't okay um because they, they were doing what, what what newspapers are paid to do and they were kind of picking the more extreme um people that 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 go on there and there are and i know because my my producer catherine that you've spoken to she's um kind of joined the group and quite quickly she got um well hit upon by some gentlemen who who seemed a little bit dubious Mm -hmm. how how do you how do you kev um demonstrate to any women that are interested that you're you're not well you're not a dodgepot like some of the blokes that got in touch with kath to be honest, there are, there are there are quite a few that that are on there that mm. are sort of like that say I'm looking for any method. Oh, I always say that I state for just for AI artificial insemination. Because there are some gentlemen that want um, uh, the NI, which is natural insemination, which means True. they want to have sex with the person. True, they're just looking to get the leg over, like um, just a minority of them. But there are quite a few, a good lot that are just good people like me mm. that want to do the job and help the people and, and get on with it. We're not in it for any sort of, like, we're not in it for money, we're not in it for, like, taking advantage, yeah. we're just in it for giving, making their life complete. Um, if I ask anything, by the way, Kev, as I, say, as I said to KJ, if I ask anything that's too personal, just don't tell me you don't want to answer it and, I, and we'll move on. You know, I, I, I get it. But I'm, I find this fascinating. Uh, have you got a partner at the moment? 
I haven't, no. Um, and, and how long have you been on the, how long have you been registered with the Facebook page? I've been registered one year. Mm. And how many women, I was going to say couples, but it's not necessarily couples, is it? How many women have you helped so far? No, I won't say women, I'll say couples. Oh, it's, okay. I've, I've helped two two gay couples. Yeah. And I've helped one heterosexual couple. Okay. Um, and they've had, have they then gone on to, to be pregnant as a result of yes, your donation? Yeah. Blimey. They'll all be, they'll all be having children this year. One in April, one in May, and one in June. How does that make you feel, Kev? Uh, uh, as, uh, as a man, uh, how, how does that make you feel knowing that there are going to be three kids that are, that are 50% you crawling well, around? It makes me feel proud that I've been able to help. Yeah. And, but most of all, their life is going to be totally much more different. And I'm really, that's why I'm in it for mm. that reason. What happened? Is there not, because I've got two boys, I'm married and I've got two little boys Go and, and uh, you know, they, they are my life and they are everything. Yeah. Are yeah. you not curious, um, will you not want to see the kids? No, what, what I, what I state when I, when I'm getting to know these people, I don't sort of like get to know them and sort of over one week and then decide to donate yeah. them. I have to like this is me, there are some people on there that'll be in it for the wrong reasons, but me, myself, I like to get to know that person for quite a few weeks. Yeah. And I always say at the end of it, I don't want any contact, but all I'd like is the odd update and the odd picture and nothing else. I won't con- once a once a child's born There'll be no contact, but I would like an odd update and an odd picture. What, what if the child chooses to contact you when they get a bit older? If a child chooses to contact me when they was a bit older or the parents did decide to let them know, then I'd be there for them. I'd, I'd say, I'd tell them how it was mm-hmm. and leave it up to them. And what's the, my friend James is, 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 um, just tweeting me a really good question about the legal position. Right. Um, those, would I be right in thinking that the, the, the mothers would be entitled to legally to child support from you if they so choose, chose? They would, they would be if they were single. Right. But if, if they're married when I sort of help them and then they get pregnant, then there's nothing that can come back to me. Even if they get divorced, the the the, the onus is still on. The, well, if, if they if they get if they get divorced and it does happen, then I have to live with that. So what? Hang on a minute. What happens if all heaven? Worst case scenario, obviously, because mm. it does happen. Um, yeah. If all three couples get divorced and then the three mums phone mm. you up and say, "Kev, um, bit of bad news. I've split up with so and so. I want some money." There's not a lot you can do, is there? How would you deal with that? There isn't. I just have to deal with it, and I do my bit. Yeah. Does that not worry you? Because it would if 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 three came at once. You pardon the expression. It does. To be honest, because I've never really thought of all that happening until you said it tonight. Have you not? Well, I, I've I've not all all the whole lot. I've just sort of said well. All these people are probably going to get on and this and other, but I've never sort of the worst case scenario. Yeah. 
Um, do, do your friends and family know about what you're up to, Kev? No. No. But why, why have you chosen not to tell them? Well, one of my best friends knows, but my family... I've just thought that it's, it's, it's my thing, and I want to do... I want to help these people. Mm. And I don't have to tell the world. No, of course not. And, it, it, you know, and it, I do get the impression, Kev, from speaking to you, that this is coming from, you know, an altruistic... But you, you genuinely... It sounds like you genuinely... I am. ...want to help people. Um, are your parents... I am because if you saw the people that I've helped... Yeah. I won't help anyone. I have to, I'll only help people that think that I've got a good foundation to bring a child up and this and other. But I won't just help anybody... Um, are your parents still around? No, my parents have, uh, passed away. Okay, I'm sorry to, I was gonna, I was gonna ask what, what... But what, what would you ask if they were Well, around? I was gonna ask, if, if, say, for example, your mum was still around, um, and, mm. and she found out a few years down the line mm. that you would, um, uh, albeit by artificial insemination, but you'd fathered three children. I just wondered yeah. how, how your parents would feel about there being grandchildren that they didn't know about. But I, but if your parents aren't around, then I guess that's a moot point. No, I think if they were around, then I think the time that they did find out, I think they were just so happy and yeah. they they just embrace it. And are you going to keep doing it, Kev? Are you going to keep staying on that, that Facebook page? And, and, and how, how many... Um... I'm not one of these... I'm not one of these guys that does it and... I'm, I'm here to help a certain amount of people. Yeah. I'm probably going to help five, six people. And that'll be the limit. And then that's the limit. And But what I will do, what I have said to the... Because I'm a genuine guy and I'm going to... Yeah. The couples that have helped, that have got positives, I'm going to say to them, I'm not going to have, like, teams and teams of, of, of children and this and of them. I'm going to have five or six. It's, it's been a, a gift to help. Yeah. And... If they then want to have a child further on to the same person, oh. then gladly I'd help. Oh, okay. Like so, you, so that they would have a, a, a brother or sister. Yeah. That was that was genetically the same yeah. as as. But I'm only as gonna. I'm, got, I'm I'm not in it to help. I don't gain anything from it. All I do is, um, if say like I travel to someone, they just pay for the hotel, train, this and other. I don't gain anything from it. Yeah. The only thing I do gain from it, it's such a gift to help. And and what I see on my side, the couples, what it means to them to have a child, because there's no other way of them having a child. I find this absolutely fascinating, Kev. And I, I'm, of course I'm a new that sperm donorship took place and, and all of that. But it wasn't until reading the um, the article yesterday that I knew that there was kind of, um, well, an underground scene for this, I suppose. You know, right. happening on Facebook and stuff. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But it's, it, but it, it's like anything. You go by your gut feeling and yeah. you always have to do your checks, who you're talking to, this and other. But there's obviously people that don't do that. Yeah. And if they don't do that, then they have to suffer the consequences. Kev, I really appreciate you uh, you talking to us this evening. Thank you, mate. I appreciate it. Thank you. Cheers, Kev. Thanks a lot. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. Um, when we come back, it looks like we might have uh, another hopeful mum, a potential mum from the Facebook site. 0344 499 1000. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. <laughs> 
the radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. I'm um, fascinated by all of this. I didn't know this was going on. I guess under you know underworld is um, is is kind of the right word. It's kind of going on. I mean, it's not behind closed doors. It's on Facebook. Anyone can find it. We found the pages, um, but happening outside the arena of um, you know the traditional sperm bank system. It's also modern, isn't it? Um, Becca's on the line. Evening, Becca. Evening. How are you doing? You're right. I'm fine. Uh, now you're you were on this. Um, Facebook sperm donation page as well. That's correct. Yeah. Why are you on there? I, I, I kind of know why you're on there, but why, why? I know what you want, but why? Why? Why did you decide to go that way? Because uh, what it is, I, I'm in a lesbian relationship. I'm married to my wife now, almost two years. Yeah. And like IVF is quite costly, so we decided to go down this route. And there's quite a lot of potential people out there willing to help. And they're all legit as well. They go through all the tests all the screenings and they provide proofs and it's all above board how, how do you because because my producer catherine who you spoke to um yeah. registered i think with it today and she's already had several blokes um as, as a, a caller earlier put it beautifully that are trying to get their leg over uh, uh, do you get a pro- have you had approaches from gentlemen like that um yeah you do the odd stupid one on there, but as long as you let the admin know, they will block them immediately. Yeah. So it's it's not that much of an inconvenience then. So you just let admin know they block them, and then it's no inconvenience for the rest of us then. So and and are not you not worried, Becca? Because if you were to go through a traditional sperm bank, saying that I've got no idea how that works, but if you were to go that the, the more traditional um, uh, 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 way, you would know that the sperm had been tested and it, everything was disease free and it was, you kind of, you, 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 uh, how do you, do you not worry that you, you're going to get, um, someone who's, who's got a disease? Well, yeah, you do worry, like, but, um, they get medically checked through as well. So they go through medicals, they go through their doctors and they pay for that then as well. Right. So then we know then that if they can't, you know, have any heredity um, things or stuff like that as well, then see. It's enough. It it enough sound like a worry, Becca. Well, yeah, it could be for most, but you have got some genuine blokes out there that are willing to yeah. help and go through the. Oh, the of course. What um, and do you? Uh, well, how okay? Let, let's see. How how far down this path are you? How long have you been registered with with the Facebook page? Um, I've been with them now about eight months, six treatments. And um, uh, how have you had any luck? Have you have you? I don't know how to phrase it. Have you have you found a successful donor? There we go. That's it. <laughs> um, I picked up recently, actually, but it, at the moment, well, previously it was inconvenient for myself because travelling was an issue because I hadn't passed my test. But now I have. It's yeah. not so much of an inconvenience because you've got to be willing to meet halfway as well. See. So when you meet halfway, what, what, what do you mean meet halfway? What, you, like, stop at a travel lodge or something? Yeah, then you go to a hotel or something. Like, you never take them back to your house unless you truly know them. Yeah. Like, you don't stuff like that. And, obviously, like, it's all above board. You know, you let someone close to you know where you're going. Yeah. So, it's, you, you, so know, you, don't, you don't take your wife with you? You, you go on your own? No, no, my wife comes Okay, me. I'm going to ask something, right? As I've been saying to everyone, Becca, if I ask something you don't want to answer, tell me to jog on and it's absolutely fine. I won't be offended. But I've, I've, I've got to know, 
I, I don't want the, the specific mechanics of what happens, but I want to know the general. So what you go to, you meet someone at a travel lodge yes. and, uh, and you, you, you've met this person before. So you know that you, you, you think they're all right. You meet up a few times. Meet up a few times. Yeah, um, and then what? They, they, they go off to the toilets with a copy of Razzle or something. No, no, no. How does um, it work? Go on, explain it to me. No, what happens is then, um, you obviously, you go to the travel lodge, premier, whatever, and pay for a room. Yeah. They go off to the room, do their private business, yeah. and then they'll come down, and then you go off with your wife, and then you spend it there, then, do you know what I mean? But then we split the cost, effectively, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. I get it. I could understand. I could understand how that would um, that would work. Um, and when you meet a gentleman, yeah, what kind of things are you looking for? I'm assuming. I mean, I, 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 I would assume you're looking for someone who's good looking and intelligent. No, not no. necessarily. You you look for basically the first things you look for is if they're clear of all diseases oh, yeah, or yeah. that you don't want. Yeah. And then hereditary stuff, you ask them for the papers to uh, prove that they've gone through all the medical screenings and stuff. Yeah. You get to know them, you get to know a bit about their background, their family. So you get to know them as a person as you would if you went out on a night out and right. met a complete stranger. But looks looks must play a part. In it because I, I, this is going to sound like I'm being flippant. I'm not. But if you meet someone that's really ugly, your child is going to have their ugly genes, aren't they? Well, yes, I know. It, it depends. Yeah. But like I said, yes, look, do play a big part in any any situation, really. But the main things you look out for at first is that what I listed previously. Yeah. What um, I don't know if you've uh, thought this far ahead but w- when they start getting a bit older and it's not uncommon for you know nowadays for, for a lesbian couple or a gay couple to have kids but are you going to have you considered are you going to tell them you know how you met the the person that supplied the 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 sperm well, that's what you talk to with a potential donor as well because you ask them if they would like permanent contact um once a year contact or no contact and if they choose any one of those options, say for agrotech they chose no contact, then you ask them, is it okay if the child can meet you in when they reach the age of 18 yeah. and stuff like that, then say. But yeah, you, you you have got to discuss how you would tell the child yeah. that. But it's the same principle as going to IVF or yeah. an actual sperm, sperm bank, really, you know? Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, I, wondered, I was wondering about the legal aspect of it, because legally, if you and your wife split up, um, you would be entitled to get in touch with the gentleman for um, for um, uh, maintenance payments, wouldn't you? Well, yeah, legally you would, but that's something you agree with the, the sperm donor beforehand. But, like, but yeah, and, and I appreciate that you, you. I appreciate you're a woman of your word. But 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 if if situa- your situation were to change massively, say in ten years' time, and you and your wife leave, and you, for whatever reason your skin and you're absolutely broken, you were desperate, which does happen to some people. And heaven forfend it, it doesn't happen to you, but it does happen to some people. You could legally phone up Steve and say, Steve, remember me. Well, now it's time to start paying. Yeah, you could really, yeah, because it's, you know, it's legally allowed to be done. And in most of these cases, yeah, that probably could happen because of something that's happened 10 years down the line. Yeah. But for other women, they don't tend to bother with that side if the men's not, you know, interested. They tend to just lean on their families. So 
it depends on the woman personally. Yeah. Have you not, um, because I know, uh, 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 I, I don't know, they're not particularly good friends, but I became aware of a lesbian couple in my circle of friends who, um, had a, a friend who they all kind of sat down one evening and discussed, you know, that the lesbian couple wanted to have um, baby, a baby, and they asked this gentleman friend if he would be willing to help, and he was willing to help. Um, do you not have any friends that you you feel you could you could have this conversation with? No, that that's just it to their friends. It's too close. To right. Them, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. You know what I mean? So it's too close to home to have a friend be your sperm donor. Yeah. And then in your life on a constant basis, it could ruin their yeah. relationship with their partner if if they had one. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> so, do you know what I mean? You, I have thought of that route. And I did have a friend that was willing to do it, but it was just too close to home and it could have ruined a lot of relationships and friendships and it weren't worth it yeah i, I get that and, and have you told your friends and family about the the method that you're doing by going on a facebook group because for me becca and this isn't a judgment at all but f- whenever i hear something about a facebook group it just feels not legit yeah exactly i was gonna say naff but but not legit is is, is right do you know what i mean um and i just wondered what your friends and family thought about it if they knew about it yeah, you have got some sites on there that are quite scammers. And yes, my family and friends do know. My mother was a bit cautious. Yeah. As she would, because it's a social media site. So yeah. she was a bit cautious. But when I think that it's all above board and it's legalised and they go down the right roads as they would a sperm bank or IDF, I think it puts her a bit more at ease. But being a mother, she's always going to be protective, isn't she? Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course, she wants the best for her little girl. That's, you know, that's, that's, um, that's, that's, that's mum's job. Whereabouts are you in the process, Becca? Have you, have you found anyone suitable? Yeah, we've found a few that are willing to help, and we're going to one in particular at the moment. Right. But uh, we're looking to start more towards March time, so... Just uh, fingers crossed now. But like I said, you've got to know the ins and outs of everything before oh. you even take that step forward. The ins and outs being the appropriate choice of phrase. Becca, I wish, I wish you and your, your uh, missus the very best of luck. Thank you very much for your time. Nice one, Becca. Thank you very much indeed. Um, well, I'm learning a lot this evening that I wasn't expecting to learn. For a start, don't they all sound like delightful people? Yeah, we could all, you could all make your, your judgment calls and, um, um, y- y- you know, make your own minds up about what you think about the, uh, the process. But if we take everybody that we've spoken to, K- I think it was KJ, wasn't it? And, and, and Becca and the gentleman we spoke to, if you take them all at face value, um, well, they all seem very genuine. The, the, the two women we've spoken to seem very genuine in as much as, they just want to have a baby and um, they can't afford to go the traditional, traditional, in inverted commas, um, route. The gentleman we spoke to, again, if we take him at face value, um, seems like he, he's doing it because he wants to help. There's just something, isn't there, about saying it's a Facebook group. Um, that makes it feel, uh, 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 as Becca said, non, not legitimate. A little bit, um, a little bit naff, a little bit dangerous. 
I don't know. And again, the, the two women we've spoken to sound like they've got their heads completely screwed on. But you do wonder if um, there are some women on there who are perhaps not as as clued up as, as those two, two um, obviously very intelligent women that we've spoken to, that are perhaps a little bit more vulnerable. Um, and it's, like I say, there are loads of... Like I say, there are several dodge, dodgy men on there who've got in touch with Catherine and, 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 and are looking to have, have it away. <laughs> There's a text here from someone. Ian, I'm a sperm donor on a Facebook group, and I'd like to say that not all um, NI, that's natural inception, which means sexual intercourse, or all method donors are in it just for a leg over. A minority of women are either neutral about the method or actually prefer NI because they think it's less medical or gives them a better chance of success. It's just, you know, maybe... Maybe what's clouding my judgment slightly is the fact that I don't have a particularly good time online. On Twitter and Facebook, I get a lot of dodgepots um, calling me names and shouting at me. So maybe that's clouded my impression of um, how Facebook and Twitter can be a force for good and a force for positive. I don't know. 0344 499 1000 is the phone number. Matt, stay there. Come to you in a bit. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh, I heard a brilliant documentary on the way home last night. Oh, it was brilliant. Half past one. It's on BBC Four Extra. And every now and then they'll churn out a cracking documentary. And it was about Laurel and Hardy's UK tours in, I think, 1932, 1940, and 1953. I think I've got those dates right. It's something like that. Um, absolutely fascinating. Hindered only... By the the um, narrator going, and on um, the third of March, nineteen thirty-two, Laurel and Hardy were interviewed by the BBC. That tape has since been lost, and there was quite a few of those. And by the end, he's going, and yet you've guessed it, that tape has since been lost. But 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 but, it was absolutely brilliant. They had a cab driver that drove um, Laurel and Hardy around in nineteen fifty-two. On this old boy talking about, and there was this weird bit, and I, I kind of zoned out for a bit. And then there was this guy telling a story about how Stan Laurel went to some bloke's house and knocked on the door and the guy opened it and Stan Laurel had come to see his baby. And so the guy shouted upstairs, Mother, Stan Laurel's at the door, he wants to see baby. And she shouted down, Well, tell him to bugger off, baby's asleep. Fantastic. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. If you want to um, give us a call, you're more than welcome to. Matt! Last night a DJ saved my life. Um, in all seriousness, though, I, I'm calling to say thank you. Did I save your I life last night? Not last night, no, but um, no. a while ago, a few weeks back, oh. I called in when I was... Um, as the old saying is, in my cups. Yes, yes. And 
um, I ended up on the podcast. Uh-oh. And I listened to that podcast. Hey. Uh, and having listened to that podcast, I have given up drinking. Hey! Matt, I don't... Now, Seems when did you like. call in? Because I, I, we have quite a few um, boozed-up callers, it has to be yeah, said. Yeah, I noticed. I, I'm t- <laughs> yeah. What, what did we talk about? I can't remember. No. I mean, I was... I was quite you far Stephen. gone, and I think you actually cut me off because I was I was not making any sense. Okay, and, I, and then I tried to call back and was told by Ed to uh, do one. This wasn't um, Kath. Was this the guy? Because there was one guy that got right on my nerves. Was it this no, guy? No, it wasn't you. So. I think, no, there was I one was guy that, that I found really annoying because he was so obnoxiously was drunk. Oh, that was no, Phil. There was a, yeah, there was a guy who kept calling in yeah. over and over and over oh, again. Oh no, 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 it wasn't. Me. No, 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 because Phil, I found Phil, I, I found him. I found quite amusing. Um, but there was another guy. Well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Well, I'm, 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 I'm glad. How, how are you doing it? Just, just sheer determination. Yeah, just giving up. I mean, I listened to myself on that podcast. Yeah. And, you know, Christ. Um, <laughs> it's just yeah. not the person I want to be. Um, oh, and so I thought I would call tonight, given that it's probably the last night of uh, human civilization uh, where we might be allowed to have. Uh, <laughs> I, I might start drinking call. tomorrow, Matt. We'll see how well, things I go. I might, might get back yeah. on it. I think we all might. I think we all might. But um, no, I, I wanted to say that. Um, I mean, I know it wasn't you actively intervening in my lifestyle, but uh, I've just, you know, that that was the the crunch point for me. And uh, oh, so nice. I am I am teetotal, and I, I haven't had a drink for over four weeks. I think it's five weeks now. How, how are you find it? Easy. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I don't know what the don't hell's get, wrong with me. Can I? Can I? Can I make one suggestion? No, don't get complacent. Don't get yeah, complacent. I had that conversation. Okay. Yeah. I good. See my GP about it. Okay. Yeah. Don't get complacent because that's drinking. the thing that 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 has pulled many of my friends back. They get complacent about it. But you sound like you've got yeah. your head screwed on. And if you're talking I to a GP so. and stuff, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's just that, you know it, I just wanted to say uh, you have had a minor role in potentially saving the life of somebody who. Uh, would otherwise have ended up a an alcoholic dribbling mess. Nice one, Matt. Thank you for calling, Matt. I really appreciate it. Pleasure. Speak Keep again. on keeping on. Take care, man. Thank you very much indeed. Gosh, that was a nice call, wasn't it? Well, there you go. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the um, telephone number if you want to give us a call. Has anybody seen this um, lip sync battle program? Now, now, now. Before. Li- I've got to tread carefully here, right? Because I did make a vow that I was never going to um, slag off... Oh, look, there's the new Nintendo, the Nintendo Switch. I was never going to slag off a TV programme again that I hadn't seen. And the reason I decided I was never going to slag off a TV programme again that I hadn't seen is because I slagged off... um, Splash, remember Splash? Slagged it off when I was at a local radio station because they were filming it nearby and it was, it was, and, and we slagged it off. And then I watched it. Oh, I loved it. I absolutely loved Splash. Absolutely loved it. It was wonderful. So I'm kind of. Uh... All right, well, I'm, I'm, okay, right. With, with that in mind, I'm not going to slag it off. Okay. But, has anybody seen this lip-sync battle television programme on um, Channel 5? Has anybody seen it? Now, I saw the trailer for it when it was um, Danny Dyer versus... Was it Revel Horwood? Was that who it was? 
and they they lip sync, and that, the, the lip sync battle thing that comes from Jimmy Fallon, doesn't it, in the states, who does it as part of his show, and I've seen clips of it. I don't get it, but it, it seems to be a popular thing to do, where he'll get like Tom Cruise on, and they'll they'll lip sync battle. Okay, that seems like a, okay, fine. So it's a cute, it's a cute little four minute feature in a TV show. Fine, I can dig that. But they've made a whole programme about it. It's the sort of thing... I, well, I'm, actually, I'm surprised I've not been asked to do it. And would I do it? Yeah, pro- how much does it pay? That's my question now. When um, TV companies get in touch, how much does it pay? How much would I do um, Lip Sync Battle for? Four grand? Do it for four grand? Think... Yeah, I do it for four grand. If you ever see me doing it, they've paid me four grand at least. Um, this is from the start. Kate, it's Katie Price. Well, she's supposed to be. Um, <laughs> she's supposed to be Dolly Parton, but she looks like um, Bet Lynch. Kate Price. Kate. Now it's Kate, is it? Not Katie. Jordan has got back on stage, but don't worry, the microphone was definitely off. The Loose Women star became country megastar Dolly Parton as she tackled lip-sync battle. As these amazing... And there's the jump, which I didn't get offered. As these amazing snaps show, Kate jumped at the chance to glam up and mouth along to her hit 9 to 5. Here we go, here we go. This is what... It was reading this last paragraph that made me wonder why I hadn't been approached yet. Fans will see Kate compete against Telly Toff, Ben Fogel. On the show this Friday at 10pm on Channel 5. Um, <laughs> if, if you've seen this, right, genuinely, um, if, if you've seen this, I mean, maybe, here's the thing. Maybe it's brilliant. You, you know, maybe it's absolutely brilliant. I, admittedly, the trail I saw, it didn't I, It didn't look like it would appeal to me. But perhaps I was just in the wrong mood. Perhaps I'm, the trailer didn't capture the magic of the show. So if you've seen it, and I would imagine Channel 5 Friday at 10 o'clock, I'd imagine they've chucked a few quid at this. Channel 5. I'd imagine that they would have... Um, that goes out after Big Brother, does it? So they would have chucked a few quid at it, hoping that it would it would um, hold on to the Big Brother audience. If you've seen it, 0344 1000 um, Be keen to know what you think, what you think about that. Late Nights with Ian Lee. David, I'm going to come to you after this break. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio is back. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk... Oh, oh, I'm reminded, I'm reminded, I'm reminded. Remember last night we talked about the band, and it's, I, I do think it's an awful name. Penis. P-E-A-N-E-S-S, right? Um, and they've got a brilliant song called, I think called Same Place. And um, we, I was messaging them during the show yesterday because the song hasn't come out yet. They've sent me the song. And I listened to it before the show. It's even better than I remembered. It's absolutely brilliant. After midnight, I'll play the song, right? It is 
it, it's incredible. It sounds a bit 90s. It sounds a bit like Echo Belly and Sleeper and Belly, all kind of combined into one beautiful, beautiful pop song. It's, I think it's wonderful. I struggle with the band name, but I'm an old man. But it's a cracking song. I'll play it, and then you can all tweet your love to them after midnight. Um, let's go to David. Evening, David. Hey, Danny, and you are, right, mate. I'm all right, David. I don't remember me, David from the Nuthouse. Um, I, I called up a couple of weeks ago. I I have great trouble remembering any of the calls, but yes, you... Oh, you I got sectioned! You got sectioned! Yeah, that's the one, that's the chat. Tape from the last house, you got sectioned, yeah. Are you still, um, uh, under, ha- under arrest? Well, I'm not under section no more, no, no, no. I'm how's not, it, how's but, it going? Um, uh, um, well, basically, I'm, um, they call it voluntary at the moment. Yeah, so but, you're still um, in there? Well, yeah, I lost, um... You were talking about metazapine the other night. Yeah. And, um, I was on that for two and a half years. That's 45 milligrams. And um, as soon as I stopped taking it, I, I felt 100 times better. Like, the weight dropped off. It's the weight, isn't it? That's the... Because that, I stopped it for for two weeks, and then I went back on it because it was dry, I was going loopy. But te- yeah. in, in a week, I lost 10 pounds. Yeah, and you get a bit more energy back. Right? Yeah. But, you, know, um, you know when they do that um, Channel 5 show, uh, the autopsies? Uh, after that, and, uh, you know, like, they did one on Heath Ledger, Amy Winehouse. Yes. They did one on that Robin Williams, the comedian chap. Oh, yes. And, uh, he, was, he was on 45 milligrams, um, metazapine. They didn't work for him, young self. Did you, f- hang on a minute, did you say, David, that you, when you came off it, you got more energy? Yeah, I felt, yeah, a bit more, um... Isn't that, yeah, isn't yeah, that funny? Yeah, isn't that funny? Because, 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 listen, I was off it for two weeks, and I was going to the gym like four times a week in those two weeks, and loving it. And since I've gone back on it, I've been to the gym once, and I thought I was going to pass out, and I've not been, I've not been since. I've not got the energy to go. I mean, it works for some people, it doesn't work for others. It affects people in different ways. Yeah, they all do, that's the thing. uh, Yeah, but I've, I've, um, had a bit of a freak out tonight, and I went and, um, uh, I bought uh, f- uh, 15 um, um, uh, morphine tablets off my dealer, oh. and um, I popped them all, and they take them into the hospital in a minute. Right? Oh, David, 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 yeah. where, where are you? They were, they were slow buzz, they were, um, what, they were slow, uh, slow release, they're called. Right, hang on a minute. Um, so where are you now? I, I'm, I'm in I'm in the NASA at the moment, uh, Blackgate Unit in Leicester. Right, uh, but uh, uh, you've told the nurses there that, that you've done this? Oh, yeah, yeah, they know about it, yeah. When yeah, did you yeah. take them? Um, about half past seven. But it's slow release, like. So, Why did um, you do that, man? Uh, you know what it is? It's just, I don't know, a very impulsive chap, like. Yeah, I know, but... And, uh, half of me wanted to get high, half of me just wanted to end it. But I, I ordered the years of me, um, doing what I've, what I've been getting up to. I've got, but I've got pretty high tolerance, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, I know, I, I appreciate yeah. that, but... St- but still. Yeah, I know, it's not cool, it's not cool, but no, I, I tell you what radio I've... shows out there where you can call up and actually chat about your business, like, you know what I mean? I'll tell you what, what I feel, I David, talk. hearing you talk. Shall I tell you what I feel? Mm. I feel really sad, man. I'm sad. No, well, I, it's, it's a feeling, so I can't, you know, I'm not my feelings, but it's just the feeling that comes talking to you. I feel sad for you, man, because you're better right. than this. You deserve better than well, this. Well, you know, it's just like, I don't know, I can't really explain it. I want to explain it. Like, I'm here for a reason, I suppose. You know what I mean? But it's, it's, it's I've been diagnosed with um, borderline personality disorder. Yeah. And, and um, but you can't take meds for that. You got to go counselling. There ain't one for sitting in the room and uh, you know talking about. Why not? Because that's what. Why not? Because that's what you're doing now. 
to do, yeah. particularly what? when he knows, particularly when he knows where you are, mate. A- any friend that knows that their friend is in hospital because of, yeah. for whatever reason, isn't going to s- try and sell them drugs, man. No, no, no. I, I totally understand your point when you, when you look at it like that. But, um, you know, I'm oh, struggling at the moment. I know like, you are, you know what I, mean? I know you are, but that's not going to, that's I mean, not going to help. It's not going to help, no. It's like relief, like, you know what I mean? I know, you're, you're, it, it hurts, doesn't it? Yeah, you know, sometimes I ain't got relief. Like, I mean, obviously I've knocked the booze on the head and everything, right? So, I, and I'm working at, you know, four or five times a week. Yeah. You know what I mean? But uh, every now and again... I'm oh, steady on. That's a yellow card, oh, David. Yeah, I know it's an accident. It's a yellow... I've just got to be really strict with swearing. So if you do it again, I'm going to have to let you go, all right? Oh, all right. All right, that's yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. It's all right. Go on. Sorry. Yeah, well, it was all a housing situation. Like, I was meant to be getting housed in, like, the flat I'm living at at the moment. It's, yeah. It's, it's just dry compressed, um, fights in there all the time, and uh, that's what sent me off my nut. That's why I ended up in it. And um, everything was going well, you know. And everyone was like, "Yeah, we're going to move. Yeah, we're going to put you in a better place." Rah rah rah. And um, it, it, it didn't work out. And, and when things don't work out for me, it's just like you know, um, the way my thought process is. It's like, right, well, if things are not working out, let's just go get smashed. But I know, but I know, kind of. Uh, uh, all right, if things don't work out, you go and get smashed. What do you do if things work out really, really well? Well, I, you go and get I smashed. No, I don't. Hang on a minute. So you're not saying if suddenly if you got a new flat and a job and a beautiful girlfriend, you wouldn't celebrate by going out and scoring? No, no, no I wouldn't. No, I don't I'm believe not, you. I'm not I don't believe you. I don't I'm believe a, you. I'm a thirty-two-year-old man now. All that stuff was in my twenties. But, you know, every now and again, every blue moon, I don't mind the odd tickle. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much indeed, the odd tickle. David, listen, I've got to go. Look after yourself, man. Well, you, you wouldn't mind calling you in a couple more weeks? You call, me, I don't, you call me whenever you want, fella. All right, I like talking to Ian. I like talking to you too, David. You're a good man. You deserve, uh, you deserve better and you'll get better, all right? I'll do my best, mate. Nice one, mate. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Julie! Hi. Hello, Julie. You've seen... Lip sync battle. I have, oh. and I'm really pleased that you've seen it as well. Well, I've not. No, I've not seen it. Oh, this is it. I've not seen it. Oh, I've only seen the trailer for it, and I thought I thought it looked awful. But I'm really trying not to slag off a TV show or film that I haven't seen. I I, I can't. I've seen it, and the, the bits that I find, you know, funny is the actual mouthing, the actual lip-syncing. But there's something about the programme, because it's a copy of a US programme, for me, there's just something that just does not translate right. to a UK audience. I mean, have a look at an episode and tell me what you think. But, it, it, you know, where there's lot, kind of lots of whooping, and it's just... In the same way that, do you remember when uh, Prince William did a mic drop moment or... What? You know the mic drop? Yeah. Didn't My nickname do... at school. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. Prince William? Yes. Or, or maybe, I might have been Harry. I was did Prince Harry. Mic drop moment. Yes, I did see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, to me, it's that same kind of thing where it's just kind of like, no, you just just doesn't... There are, there, the, yeah, the, the, when things come from America to Britain, it, it does look naff. Um, so is it? Is there a series of this in America, or is it just from the Jimmy yeah. Fallon 
chat show no, thing. There's, there is a series in America. And what? I bet um, they have much bigger stars than Ben Fogel. Yes. And yeah, they have um, like you know international film stars. So Channing Tatum's been on there. And, right. Or yeah, the big big names. I'm being told uh, Beyonce it, was on it as well. But it just seems to be done not not more professionally, but just. It just doesn't. Uh, it just doesn't translate it, uh, the English audience. I don't feel, and it seems very scripted. And and they do what they I do know, two songs. Do, do they do yeah. two songs each? One like own that trail, and one dressed up as the person they're being. Yeah, yeah. One one without props, and one with props. And who hosts it? Um, it's Mel B, and also <laughs> Professor Green. <laughs> That's all, that's I, all know, I, I don't say. know anything about Professor Green apart from wasn't he married to a princess or something and now they're divorced. Is that that's all I I, I find Professor Green princess, I find Professor Green absolutely fascinating because I love the name Professor Green. I think that's the coolest name you could know, ever have. <laughs> but it just seems very um, when somebody from England is given a, an American script, so lots of like whooping and trying to be a bit like it's something like a. A rap battle, which you expect from, uh, you know, Americans, and it it would be like saying to, I don't know, Ed Sheeran and, and I don't know, someone else, yeah, do do a rap battle, and you think, no, no it just doesn't quite, it doesn't quite yeah. work. Isn't so it funny. I find it. Oh, I'm going to have to make. Simple. I'm going to have to tape it. If I can remember, if I can find a blank video, I'm going to tape it. I want to watch this. Uh, can I just say one more thing yeah, that's related sure. to the last call, the and that not? is, I know that Dave was saying he doesn't uh, like. Uh, counsellors and things like that and um, I'm certainly not preaching but you know how sometimes you have to take uh, try different medication to find what works for you yeah 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 I, I would say the same as counsellors from my personal experience yeah. so yeah. if somebody's been put off then maybe try other ones nice one Julie thank you all right cheers Ian no no um Saga hang on a minute is it Saga or Sagas they're all Sagas Sag- Hello? Is it Hello? Sa- is it Saga or Sagas? No, it's just sing- uh, singular, not plural. Singular Saga. That yeah. doesn't feel right to me. Well, it's a funny thing. It was when I was a kid, yeah. uh, I didn't have any uh, hips, so my pants used to sag down my bum. Is that true? Yeah, you're true. A le- you're a legend, right? I'm going to come to you after the news, Saga. Uh, we're, after the news, we're going to play the song by P. Ness because it's brilliant. Awful name for a band. Bless you. Awful name for a band, but an amazing song. I th- I think you're going to like this one, guys. And then we'll speak to Saga. Um, and then we've got another hour to go. It's been a busy old show tonight, isn't it? Busy old show. Um, if you want to give us a call, now would be the perfect time. You get to speak to Catherine. She'll take your number. She'll call you back. Beautiful. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give me a call. All right? 0344 499-1000. Very simple. Catherine will take your name, your number. She'll give you a call back. You come on after P-Ness and Saga. You dig? Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late Nights, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
good and as i said they're three young ladies i was gonna say kids but it's patronized oh they're kids i'm an old man because they're three kids and um when they sent it to me jess i don't know if jess is one of the band i think jess may be one of the band i'm not sure i replied oh god i love this so much i must be your target audience a 43 year old depressed overweight man thanks ha glad you like it says jess it's good that isn't it proper good imagine writing a song imagine writing a song that good sounds a bit 90s a bit sleeper a bit belly Bit of echo belly. So that's all going on in there. Love it. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We've got Bill, we've got Hassan, but we've got I promise I'd start with him. We've got Saga. Hello, Ian. You Hello, right? Saga. How are you doing? I don't know if I'm man enough to follow penis. Well, I know it's I just think it's a ter- it's a terrible name, but who who am I who am I to judge? Well, you know, it's difficult choosing a band name, but I know every night you seem to come across one, don't you? I do seem to, I do seem to be a great um, uh, 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 pl- uh, repository for... Um, is that the right word? Probably not. You should Pe- get a website. I should get a website, bandnames.com. There we go. I wonder if there is a website. Hang on a minute. Let me just... Hang on a minute. <laughs> bandnames.com. Let's see. There's bound to be, isn't there? Uh, no, there's not! Quick, someone get it! Someone get it. How can there not be a website called bandnames.com? Jeez. 
Anyway, Sagan, what you got for us, boss? Well, it's weird. I'm, I feel a bit... This is the first time I've called in, uh, and I haven't called into a, a radio programme for 20 years, probably, now. What? Uh, who was the last one you called, uh, you called like into? James Whale. James Whale. Oh. James Whale Show on Talk Spot Radio. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, on Medium Wave. Well, I remember as a kid sitting in my bed with my, uh, the, you know, the flop over alarm clock radios. Yeah, have. yeah, yeah. Listening to, I think it was Alan Bezik at the time. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. You, 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 look at you, you're old, Saga, you're old! How old? Go on, then, you're good at this. How old? Mm, it's hard to, t- I can't, do you know what, it doesn't always come to me, but I'm going to say 58. Uh, no, 43. Well, you got an old man's voice. You're the same age as me! I know. I know, it's weird, uh, and that's, I've nearly called in so many times, because yeah. obviously we're around about the same age, and you yeah. pick up topics that, that call For, me. 44 call this me. year, Saga, 44. It's a good age, that. Flipping. I'm not sure what it's a good age for, but it's a good age. Well, it means, it means it's, we're very soon, we'll be 50. That's brilliant. <laughs> it's not brilliant, that's pony. I never thought I'd make it to 30, then I never thought I'd make it to 40. Well, you made it, you made it, but, um, yeah, yeah. Anyway, Saga, what you got? We got? You see, you called uh, yeah, in, you fight, 20 years later, whole, you've called in, what's it for? The whole boat, ship scenario I'm weighing in. Oh, God. I know, exciting stuff. This was, this was something we did ages ago, and then it was brought up again, I think it was Richard yesterday. Yeah, it was the podcast I listened to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he, he's the, he, he has had it from the Navy... <sighs> themselves the navy there, is, know nothing. there is no difference between a boat and a ship <laughs> well yeah i deal with the navy a lot because i'm a shipbuilder so or, or uh, are you a boat builder uh well yeah ship or boats or boats or, actually i'm a boat builder that works in a shipyard that's confusing isn't it? thank you thank you thank you yeah uh, we build submarines uh and the thing about submarines is that we always refer to them as boats yes and the reason for that is it's the number of decks above water oh god yeah, it's boring, isn't it? No, it's not. It's it's it's, bl- it's just doing my flipping head in. Every well, time this comes up, it does my nut in. Well, yeah, you, but you had a sense that that what the uh, the navy saying was incorrect. It I did feel it. like a fob off from the navy to say there's no difference between a boat and a ship. Yeah, if it's got one deck above water, yeah, it's a boat. Yes, if it's got more than one, it's a ship. It's that easy. And you're going, you're going definitive. Yep. Prove me wrong. Qualifications? Uh, fifth, no, 20 years in shipbuilding. Uh, been involved with the, the Navy and the MOD. Let's give him a round of applause. Oh, no, hang on. Oh, my, my round of applause doesn't work for some reason. I'm imagining it in okay. my head. imagine it. It sounds, it sounds good. There we go. <laughs> you don't get a round of applause on this show, you get a cheer. All right, Saga. Well, I, I, that, that will stand mm. until someone phones in and says the complete opposite, which someone will do. Maybe not tonight, but maybe not this week. But at some point, it'll, ke- it'll keep on keeping on. Let's only hope so. I mean, is anything more exciting than chips and bought? <laughs> is there, Saga? I don't know. I look forward to speaking to you in twenty years' time. Thank you, mate, Hassan. Ian, good evening. Ian, Hassan, nearly called you Ian. I'm yep. Ian, you're Hassan. Good evening, good evening, good evening. <laughs> nearly the radio, classic radio thing. Yeah, but, but, but the wrong way round. Normally it's the callers who um, um, say their oh, own name. Hello, Hassan. Hey, Ian. I, 
I tell you what, I went into Disable Lose this week and uh, I used my jacket over my hand to open the door after that call you had last week from Paul. I, we did have a phone call about <laughs> from Paul. This ties in with the, the sperm donation. He went into a disabled <laughs> yeah. toilet and um, thrashed one out, I think was his phrase. Yeah. It, well, yeah. Oh, uh, I mean, I'm blind. I have the right to be in there, but not him. Thrashing one out, um, beating it. Unbelievable. But but as we, we did someone <laughs> send me... Who was it who sent me... Um, a message on Twitter, and it all it was yeah. was a picture of it was Tim sent me a picture of the um, the movable handrail on the in the <coughs> disabled toilets, and he's just it, the message that goes with it is so wrong, <laughs> dirty, dirty, dirty. I'll tell you, what, I, went, I, I pulled those leads once, thinking it was the light, and uh, it was at Westfield, and it, it caused havoc. So, oh, did you set the alarm off? Yeah, because I thought it was a light. Uh, well, but hang on, if you're blind, why do you need a light? I could, I could see a bit of light. Well, come on. That'd be normal. Come on, guys. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, well you... Um, uh, there is, um, there's the, 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 yeah, I do like a good disabled toilet, if I'm completely honest. There's so much more freedom in there. Yes. So yeah, much a lot more of freedom. freedom. But let's... I've got lost in there, so I, I find my way out by <laughs> clicking. Do you do, do you do the back, the back thing? Oh, what, echolocation? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you really do it? Because there was a doc... This is I, true. No, genuinely. There was a documentary on Radio 4. There is a guy... Yeah. That, this is absolutely true. There is a guy in America who's, of course, nicknamed the Batman. And he has yeah. taught himself to do yeah. the clicking with his with his tongue, right? And he does echolocation. Yeah. He does... Honestly, it's amazing. I, I swear on my kid's life, this is not a wind-up. Kath is pulling the face that I'm no, doing wind-up. No, it's and, not, it's not, it's not. And there was a documentary on Radio 4 where he taught it to a 10-year-old, I think he was Scottish, a 10-year-old Scottish lad. And it's so accurate, right? This guy's completely blind. He can sit in a room and he can click yeah. and he'll go, right, there's a microphone in front of me, to the right there's a telephone and there's a book over there. It's amazing! Yeah. Let's try and find. Uh, let's try and find him, Kath. Let's try and get him on the show tomorrow. He's uh, uh, called the Batman, and it is the most. And of course, I'm listening to this in my car, and I'm trying it in my car. Try, I, of course, I can't hear any difference. It's, it's all that. Can you do that, Hassan? Yeah, yeah, I can. It's not to his level. I know who you're talking about. It's not to his level. I don't do it with the tongue. I do it with my fingers. When I'm walking to work and stuff, and I'm really disorientated, I'll do that. But what do you? What does? What do you get back from it? What? How does it work? Um, well, so it'll find. For example, if I'm in a disabled loo where it's really massive and I can't find the door, if I click. I'll hear echo off the wall, so I'll know not to go that way. Right. It's really bizarre. It's really difficult Daniel to explain. Daniel Kish is the gentleman's name. We'll Daniel, try and get Daniel. him on the show um, either tomorrow or next week if he's up for it. Because, honestly, so, it, it is the most incredible thing yeah. I've ever heard. It was mind-blowing. And to hear that you <laughs> you can do it to yeah. a certain extent is amazing. Yeah, I just I used to do it at school, and it's something that works for me. Yeah. Um, but don't quote me on it. I think he might have passed away. I don't know. I don't know. I I heard something like that. Uh oh. Uh oh. Um, <laughs> but he was. It was so accurate. He could say, right. Well, there's yeah. a book to my left, and I think that's a television about six feet in front. It was. It was. It was like magic. And he taught yeah. it to this ten-year-old um, Scots lad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've seen the documentary on TV as well. You've what, um, Hassan? Oh, all right. Sorry, Busted! You're not blind! <laughs> You've seen the documentary! Busted! Busted, Hassan! <laughs> I got ya! 
I got you. <laughs> oh, mate. Do you know what? I, I've, I've not been nervous, this nervous calling you. I've, you I've called in before. You should be I've nervous. I've called in football shows. But I've been really nervous this week. Why, why this week, man? What's going on? I, I think I, I, I feel... I know I've had a laugh with you, but I feel like it's the end. What Genuinely. My head's gone. Uh-oh. I, I just don't want to wake up for work. I, I, I can't concentrate. I feel fully fully clinically depressed without the tablets or counselling is this is anything triggered it no i i no no not really oh, and that's the strange thing I, I've, I've had it for three years i reckon but and i was treated for it like three years ago with cbt and tablets but um i left them trying to think i was tough but this week of oh. can i just say cbt of course means cognitive behavioral therapy therapy yeah. it also means cock and ball torture so I, whenever <laughs> anyone says cbt honestly it's a thing it's a fetish thing so whenever oh, anyone it? says cbt i always that, that horribly that's the first image that i get in my head before thinking oh yeah it means talking therapy right i got you um what what, what, we, what are we gonna do hassan what are you gonna do how, how well I, I genuinely don't know i mean how do you how do you deal with it? I know I've spoken oh, to you, and you said, "Oh, I've laid in bed for four hours, not wanting to go to work." Mm. That's how I am this week. I, 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 on the weekend, I just wanted to end it. I mean, I, I, God forbid, I've never said that to oh, anyone no. apart from Urian. Yeah, oh, I Well, um, well, what, 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 what gives you a lift? Well, how do you get out of it? It's slightly easier for me because I don't have a proper job, right? If I had a nine-to-five job, I've got no idea how I'd be able to cope. I have a job where I have to, at the the, the, the best, I can stay in bed, uh, you know, until six o'clock in the evening and get up, drag myself in, dick around on the radio for three hours and go back to bed. Um, So it's slightly different. Have you called the Samaritans? No, I haven't. Uh, and you sound wh- why? Uh, you sound as though you don't want to. Particularly, you don't have to. I'm going to just um, say things, and you do, yeah, you yeah. take what you want, and you take you get rid I, of what I, you don't I, want. I, I, I never have because I never thought that. I didn't want to admit that I thought about ending it. Yeah, because that that sounds like I'm trying to get attention. But you've admitted it now. Yeah. So that's that's a that is a step. That's a step you've taken. That's a small step you've taken. Yeah. Yeah. The thing about the Samaritans is, they're not for everybody, but I've called the Samaritans. Have you? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 quite a few times. And they're really good. When it gets really, really bad, when I can, um, when it gets really, really bad, and I, I remember once, I was out walking in the woods, and I was getting dark, getting further and further into the woods, further and further away from the road and the track and stuff. And I got, I started to get really upset because I was thinking, I, I was genuinely considering the logistics of bringing a bit of rope out to this bit of woods and killing myself, genuinely considering it as a, as a, as a possibility. And I kept walking further and further into the woods and I kept thinking, well, if I got this far and I did it here, I might not get found for, for weeks. Wouldn't that be brilliant? And, and I, and I burst into tears because it was so real. I could see it. It was so real. And it was so, and I felt so ashamed for having these feelings and for actually embracing these feelings. And I felt guilty about my kids and my wife and my friends and stuff. So I phoned up the Samaritans then. Um, yeah. And what was beautiful about it was they didn't know who I was. They didn't know what I did for a living. They didn't, um, I could have given them any name I wanted to. 
and they didn't judge me. They didn't judge me, and I told them exactly what I was feeling and exactly what I was thinking, and I cried for a few minutes and couldn't speak, and, like, every minute or so they'd go, are you ready to speak yet? And I, and I would burst into tears. Yeah. And at the end of it, I, I just went, I've got to go now. I, I don't want to talk anymore. I've got to go. And they went, okay, well, you can call any time. Thanks for calling. And that was it. And that was it. And they didn't have my number. There was no callback. There was no text like an hour later going, just checking you're all right. There was none of that. It was a self-contained, um, private moment that lasted 10 minutes between me and some woman on the phone whose name I didn't even know. Beautiful. And it just, it was like squeezing a spot. You know when you get a spot and it actually hurts? (laughs) But if you just squeeze it, it just gets rid of that pressure and that pain for a little bit. And that's what the Samaritans did for me. It got rid of that pressure and that pain for a little bit. And, and you won't believe it. That last two minutes was the most inspirational thing I've heard this year. Oh, come because on, I, I'm, I'm going to give in to myself. No, no, I mean it. Come I'm not, on, no, come on. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sucking up to you. He said sucking, guys. He said sucking. Don't worry. Sometimes an S sounds like an F. <laughs> um, oh, oh, quick. Before I go, wet dreams. Someone was talking what? about wet dreams when I switched on. Yeah, yeah. I had so uh, my first ever wet dream was Britney Spears. Is that wrong? Am I? No, that's a, be- that's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, listen, before you go, uh, the, yeah. the, the number for the Samaritans, by the way, guys, is one one six one two three. I think it's free to call. I'm pretty sure it's free. One one six one two three. And also, Hassan, if it doesn't work, it, uh, yeah. I mean, if it doesn't feel right, you can just put the phone down. Yeah, you can. You can. Bail out of that phone call at any yeah. moment whatsoever. It's such Ian, a... I'm really going to do it. I'm really going to do, do it. Do it, man. You. Do it. May I also suggest, and may I also suggest you go and speak to your GP? Yep. Thank you, Ian. May I make one final suggestion? Yes. And you don't have to be as open... These are all suggestions, man. You take it on board if you want. You don't if you don't yeah. want, right? Um... And you don't have to be as... If you follow the suggestion, you don't have to be as open with me. You can just say, I'm in a bit of pain... Um, have you got a friend or someone that you could talk to? Um, not about this kind of thing. You, and you don't, well, even if, can you not even say, I'm just struggling with life a little bit? You don't have to say about being suicidal and all of that stuff. Yeah, y- yeah, y- I, I've, I've told a few people, yeah. Okay, good, good, because that's, that's, that's what works for me, is, is, it's a disease, depression is a disease of isolation, right? And it's the isolation that'll kill you, man. Um, so just by sharing a little bit, well, you know, that, that silly line about a problem shared is a problem halved. Actually, there's something in it. There's something in there. Thank you, Ed. One one six one two three, Hassan. Cheers, bud. Peace and love, man. Peace and love. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We've got Janie, then we've got Bill, and then we might have you. This is Talk Radio. Late night conversation. Wealth losing sleep over. Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Um, I don't know where the show's gone this evening. Suddenly it's 25 minutes past 12. What the hell has happened? What the hell has happened? There's loads of stuff I want to talk about in the papers today, but, um... We will see. Um, this may well be the very last show we ever do. What with the, the world ending tomorrow... Yeah, is it tomorrow? I mean, when does he get the... Someone... To, I, I saw online that um, the nuclear codes, right, to set off all the nuclear missiles in America, that there is a guy that travels with the president all the the whole time, and the co- he carries a briefcase, and the codes are in the briefcase. Is that true? 
That can't be true. What if he gets shot? What if he gets taken out by a sniper? By a sniper working for the Chinese government and then they, they steam in and get the... Or what if they do that thing that um, they do in, in most films um, uh, where, like, he goes... He gets on a train with the briefcase and he puts it down and the fella next to him... Uh, by coincidence, has a, the, the identical briefcase, and he sits down, and then they get up and they they bump and they pick up the wrong briefcase. That could happen, man. That could actually happen. Um, oh, looky here, looky there. It's Janie Godley. Hello. Hello, my love. How are you? I'm absolutely wonderful. How are you? Yeah, now, I heard that you get locked in a loo, and that was bloody traumatic uh, and th- stupid. I find the person that did that. I'm going to put my top up the crack of the. Well, no, and you reminded me of that, and we we have since found CCTV footage that um, that proves that Ash from the James Whale Show may have been involved in that. And you're right, I've got to mention that to the boss, because that is bang out of order. Never mind. No one one puts baby in a toilet. You're up. Never mind. Never mind. Right now, we were. I was tuning in to the the Trump concert. How's it going? Because um, I've not. I'm not well, seen any of it. I can the see. The big hitters were all there, my darling. The big hitters, you know, Toby Keith, Three Doors Down, the Piano Guys, Lee Greenwood, Ravi Drums, the Front Men of Country, the Crankies, <laughs> Fan and Anna, Susan Boyle's cousin Margaret, all there, <laughs> all there doing it big timey styley. It sounds absolutely fantastic. I'm fascinated by this group, Three Doors Down, because I've they're, they're, I've never heard of them. And Toby Keith, unfortunately, I've heard of, and he's an obnoxious idiot. Um, but but <laughs> but Three Doors Down, I've never heard of. I not me neither. I mean, I tuned in and I watched a bit and I thought, see if. See if you had to play Trump's inauguration concert. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, it's Michael Flatley's doing something which <laughs> is interesting because that'll be the first time that Irish man's been behind an orange walk. So that'll be fun. <laughs> but um, the whole thing is just one big giant treat. Oh, we're all so, going to die tomorrow, Janie. In Glasgow, a big pile of cheese. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to die because it's my birthday now, so it's going to hey. be a good time. Oh, yeah, happy birthday. Of course, yes. It's, it's your, as you said, it's your, the day that he becomes president is your birthday. There's a, a coincidence. Happy birthday! <clears throat> Thank you, and I'm celebrating it by protesting and doing a speech at the Donald Durer statue at 5.30, just before I go on stage at Wild Cabaret. I'm, oh. I'm in the streets doing my... Pro- and I have got a new poster. Yeah, go on. I cannot wait. I can't show you, and I'm not revealing it until oh. the moment, oh. but it's a belter, and it's going to be great. You're going to love my new poster. Designed by Ashley. She she had a hand in this one. Yeah. And um, it's very sublime and beautiful, so I'm looking forward to that. Is it, be- is it better than your Trump is a C word? Yeah, it is, because this one can actually be televised, but it's got the C word in it, but oh, you beautiful. wouldn't know to see it. You have to. So it's going to be that they'll photograph it, they'll film it, and then it's not until it's went live. They'll go, what the heck? Yeah, she's stuck a C word in there. <laughs> so where, hang on, so where are you, because if anyone's listening and they want to come along and see this, where where are you going to be? At the Donald Durer statue at the Royal Concert Hall, just in Glasgow. Everybody knows it in Buchanan Street, the Donald Durer statue. At 5.30, that's where the Trump protest. And people are saying, lots. I've got lots of men on um, Twitter and Facebook, it's all men in Scottish football tops and different various football clubs um, from Scotland saying, why are you protesting Trump? He's got nothing to do with Scotland. And I say back... Why did you watch the World Cup? <laughs> so doesn't he? He owns about half of Scotland, though, doesn't he? With golf courses and things. Yeah, he owns quite a lot of property, and how he treated 
you know, the women here who yeah. cut our water off. And, you know, there's so much more. There's a lot of reasons to hate Trump. Um, just the very fact that he, he cut that women's water off is more than enough. Um, I think that what, what they should do is build something really like a Mexican restaurant right next to his golf course would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that would be nice, wouldn't it? That would um, learn it. It's going to be, I mean... At the very least, it's going to be fascinating. But but my my Twitter is is not full of it. But loads of people retweeting, you know, Nigel Farage and Piers Morgan. But go, listen, guys, if Nigel Farage and Piers Morgan are celebrating him, he's obviously a bell end. Obviously, absolutely. It's that thing when people say to me, um, people who like Nigel Farage, and even Piers Morgan once said to me, "I don't like your comedy," and I said, "Good, yeah, because if I make you happy, I'm doing something wrong. If people like you like me, I have." to change my personality imagine lying in bed at night knowing that you made people like nigel farage and pierce morgan laugh i would be dead sad. i'd stop speaking how is pierce morgan host and i've not seen it because i'm asleep but how is Mm. pierce morgan hosting breakfast tv with susanna reed i like susanna reed a lot i think she's brilliant but every day i open the paper and it's like pierce morgan has slagged off a single mum on on breakfast tv or called someone a slag on breakfast tv and i'm thinking what 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 what, why is it why has he got a job I think it's because people, he saw that being rude and horrible is obviously a creative outlet. Yeah. Um, the man's got the personality of a dead fish. He, he reminds me of somebody that was in his basement for too long and his mum's like, Pierce, come on up now and meet the world. He's like, no, I want to look at pictures of mermaids <laughs> while he rubs himself. I just what you make me feel like. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's an actual true thing that happened, but <laughs> because people don't base their life on facts anymore, it's feelings. Yeah, that's yeah. What I feel. Yeah, facts. We, we're, t- we're tired of experts, Janie, and facts. No, we don't need facts anymore. I mean, that woman who, when Donald Trump um, made a fool of the journalist who was disabled, funny spokeswoman came out and she said, I don't know why you guys are working and believing everything that comes out of Donald's mouth. Why can't you believe what's in his heart? Because <laughs> Because I think sexual assault is in his heart, and that's why I don't want you to look at that. <laughs> oh, I did. I mean, that that the mocking of the the the, um, the re- disabled reporter. That I've seen that picture quite a few times this week, and that's the one. I just once he got away with that, it was like, all right, he's going to win. He's going to win. My husband has said since August the guy could come out with a clan hood, yeah. clutching a naked rubber doll. He's just saying what we're all Maybe. thinking. Yeah, and he would still yeah. get nominated. That wouldn't matter. He literally could just choke a woman live on TV and they go, yeah, she was a mousy bitch. Anyway, <laughs> what can he build this wall with? That's literally what he could do. Oh, and that is not Donald Trump's fault. That's holding the mirror up to society and going, you guys did this. And it's the exact same thing with Briggs that Theresa May's now just come out and said, bang, you're all done. And you know what, Ian? Yeah. You're welcome in Scotland. Yep, yep, Come yep. up here, darling. Come up here. I will do. Wings. My granddad. My granddad was from Aberdeen, and my my dad's yep. cousin Doogie Rugby played for. Um, he played for Aberdeen. I think it was Aberdeen he played for. Good. So Come up here. I've got roots. I'm 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 packing a suitcase. I've got a suitcase in the boot of the car, ready to go. But we don't lock you in toilets. We have <sighs> got an NHS that isn't for sale. For Tory friends, we are against benefit sanctions. We didn't vote for Brexit. We've got a government that's strong, and we have got more palm trees than we have Tories. Oh. So come on up. Janie, it's always a pleasure. I'll speak to you soon. OK, my darling, have a good night. Take care. Lots of love. Bye-bye. Janie Godley, if you want to follow her on Twitter, at 
Janie Godley. Um, she does a podcast as well. If you go on iTunes and type in her name, I'm sure it'll pop up. Um, 0344 499 1000. Angela, stay there. I'll come to you in a minute. And then it'll be Bill. Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late Nights Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Bill's disappeared. Get Bill back. Um, we'll speak to Bill in a minute. He's been waiting for a while. Um, but uh, let's take one more call on this. We've been talking about the, um, the story that was in The Sun yesterday um about sperm donation being done on facebook pages and it was catherine and i found it quite shocking and um you know being a story in the sun of course they went for the um you know the more extreme characters but we looked into it and there are quite a few facebook pages um and uh, we've been really lucky this evening that several people um on both sides of the fence who use that page have got in touch and have have agreed to come on the radio and talk to us and we've got one of those now we've got angela on the line evening angela Good evening there. How are you doing? You are right? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you very much. What are you doing up at this time of night? This is very late. (laughs) Oh, well. Oh, well. Oh, well. Listen, uh, Angela, (laughs) I'll say, listen, I appreciate you coming on, and don't worry, we're not going to treat it like the sun did um, yesterday. I just find it genuinely fascinating, and like I said to everyone else, if I ask you anything that's too personal, just tell me to jog on, and, 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 you know, that'll be fine. Okay. Um, Why why are you on, on that Facebook page looking for a sperm donor? Um... I'm, well, I'm not looking for a sperm donor. What are you I looking for? Originally created the group. Oh, okay, right, um, okay. Pardon? Like, well, why, so, so why did you create it? Um, originally, f- close to four years ago, I joined um, a sperm donor group out of interest because, um, you know, I was, you know, in, 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 interested in um, sperm donation. Yeah. Um, do you mean interested in it? What, what, g- well, me and my partner were right. interested in, you know, yeah. um, like using a sperm donor. Yeah. Um, so we joined a group, um, but the group was um, kind of like, well, how would I put it? Not very safe. So, you know, I mean, there was people all over the world joining and, you know, it was people that were messaging us were from certain parts of the world. So right. I decided to create a group that, you know, um, specifically tailored to the UK only. Right, okay. Um, I'm based in the UK, of course, and the UK law. I'm monitored um, throughout the day by monitors, um, by admin, sorry. Mm. Um, So I created that group close to four years ago, and since then, you know, it's the biggest, largest group. How many many members has it got? Um, close to 8,000 now. Blimey. Yeah. <laughs> Blimey. And how do you um, monitor? Because I noticed that there was um, a file you can download. and I don't want to mention any of the names of the people, but there was a file that had a list of um, of, of, of uh, fuck, dodgy people. It's getting late. I'm, I'm struggling to think of words. But people that you had to kind of keep an eye out for. How, yeah. how, how, um, how do you get notified that there are some people that are a little bit dodgy? Well... You know, we go by um, recipients and donors um, inboxing admin. Right. Because we have free admin in the group. And if they have any issues with donors or recipients, they'll speak to one of the admin. Yeah. And, you know, the, those complaining will provide, provide screenshots of the conversations right, or, okay. you know, any detailed information. And then we would investigate that. Um, if it was serious, of course, we'd block them from the group. Um, if it was very serious, that that individual was a risk to others. 
then we'd add them to the risk list, which right. we have that can be downloaded from the group. Yeah, I saw the risk um, list. So normally we give free warnings if it's just a basic, you know, complaint um, and so on. And that's how we judge our, you know, to judge the group as being safe. And do you get do you get um, people that are just on there looking for sex? Yeah, we yeah. do. And this happens, I mean, I'm going to be honest, we get this probably daily, we'll have maybe one or two. Right, yeah. Um, of all ages, of course, um, that come in and do assume that, you know, it's a quick way of having sex, of course, mm. you know, and having a bit of fun. And we're usually quite easy to judge mm. by profile. I mean, we do screen profiles before they enter the group anyway, so right. if we have anything, any photos or groups that they've actually joined we do mon- you know screen them right yeah okay and then we do you can see what other groups they're yeah, members of and we don't allow them into the room i mean we're not a professional website no. where we do have that kind of um settings to and um, things like that what kind of feedback do you have angela do you know how many um kids you're responsible for well, I'm not responsible for any of them. It's the donors. <laughs> well, yeah, I know, but but if they if they're meeting via your your Facebook page, there's there's some element of um guys, enough late Angela. I can't I can't speak properly at 20 <laughs> to 1. I'm full, I'm, I'm so sorry. But there, there is on a 12 hour shift and I'm capable. <laughs> oh, I've been I've been uh, hanging out with my boys all day, so I'm knackered. Um if 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 they meet on your on 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 a Facebook page that you've set up, there is some, you have some connection. Yeah. With it. And I wondered how many children had been born, if you knew or had an idea of how many children had been conceived as a result of your Facebook group. Well, um, I'll give you an example. For example, the first year of having the group before, you know, with maybe a thousand members, we mm. had around like, 120 positive pregnancies. Blimey. Um, so it's been nearly four years yeah. since March. Yeah. So I'm assuming close to six hundred now Flipping i'm it. assuming yeah yeah you know i don't yeah. count them <laughs> but it's all down to the hard work of the admin that, yeah you know work alongside the group so they're mainly there more than i am so did, did you see the story in the sun yesterday i did what did you think of it um well i did think it was you know um it was under false pretenses that this guy was you know contacted by uh you know, a journalist yeah. who's making the story. Yeah. I'm not going to name her name. No. Um, and she met him under false pretenses, you know, wanting his donation. Um, they met at a certain location, and she posted that that was where he wanted the donation, which it wasn't. That was where they met. Right. Because I've spoken to this donor. And he's very upset about how it was all perceived. But I would, Im- I would imagine. And I, 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 again, listen. If you listen, if you've heard us talking to the other, the, you know, the, the subscribers to the Facebook page, we, we've been very respectful, and and, and I like oh, to think we've done it, you know, yeah, in, a, in a mature way. But I would have thought, if I would have thought that the journalist would have been super, super cautious and would have, um, I, da- I, I would be very surprised if they would have lied in the in the report. Well, she came on the group. You know, as a recipient, yeah, nobody knew who she was, of course, and she contacted certain donors, yeah, or she made an advertisement, and donors contacted her, which that is, is misleading, yeah. Um, and she met this donor 
under false pretenses. He didn't know that she was a reporter, journalist, and that she was making this story. So, you know, I feel sorry for him because... Did he, he have to give permission? Because there was a picture of him. Did they have to... Did he have to give permission for the picture to be used? Of course. Or any personal information. Right. He told me that he wasn't aware that any of the conversations that she ha- that he had with her was recorded. Right, right. And that his picture was being taken out in the open. I don't know what the law is behind that, having, a, you know, your photograph taken. I would have thought she would have had to have cleared it. I'm not sure. Him. I mean, he's still, you know, seeking advice about right. this as okay. well. So I just think it was wrong. That, yeah. You know, because, you know, maybe he would have generally sat and had an interview with her. You know, I just mm. think it's wrong that. Well, you know, you know that this happens after so many years. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, if I, I, I would have thought that if, if, you know, if, if she was printing direct quotes from him, then he, he, he probably would have said it. But neither of the sides are here, so let's let's not dwell on that, yeah. you know, any longer. Um, uh, d- how did it go for you, Angela? Did you find a donor in the end? <laughs> this is what everyone asks me. Go on. <laughs> um, it's just something I don't want to share. Very okay. Private to no, that's me fair and enough. My partner. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. Um, but you know, it's something I originally thought out. Yeah. You okay. know, and you know, it's something that you know I don't really want to share. Angela, you don't have to share it. You've <laughs> shared. No, <laughs> listen. No, no, no. It's, hey, listen, it's absolutely fine. It's your life. Right. Uh, listen, I really appreciate you coming on and talking to us tonight. Thank you so much for your time. It's all right, and thank you for the great, interf- you know, conversations that you've had with. Fellow members. Did you, did, have you heard it? Yeah, it's oh, well, been great. Well, uh, we'll, we'll probably put it out as a podcast as well, because I, I find it absolutely fascinating, Angela. I, something I didn't know existed, something I didn't know went on on Facebook, and um, we've spoken to some really interesting people. So thank you very much indeed. And thank you to you and Catherine also. Nice one. Thank you, Angela. Thank you very much. Take Bye. care. Bye-bye. What a nice lady. Uh, yeah, we'll put that out as a podcast. Bonus, bonus pod. What a nice lady. Uh, last 15 minutes of the show, 03444991000, talk radio. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. Late night Ian Lee on talk radio. We'll get you talking. What's wrong with Carl? Carl, why the hell can't you? we get through to you, Muppet? Carl, Carl, phone in again. Don't worry, it's not that, Carl. Otherwise, we wouldn't be that bothered. Carl, phone in again. So there's, um... They haven't got... They haven't got... Michael Nesmith's mother invented Tipex. They haven't got that. There's a thing on page 10 of the mirror. It used to be page 8 they put these on. If there was a slow news day, they'd compile a list of things. Um, when the, the one they've got on page 10, is this real? The one they've got on page 10 is um, celebrities whose r- relatives invent... Kath, do you want Kath? Come on, come on, come on, celebrities whose relatives invented famous things, right? And I would have thought the obvious one would have been Mike Nesmith's mother invented Tipex. And the joke I tell on Twitter quite often that people don't seem to get as a joke and believe is that Mickey Dolan's mum invented the delete key on computers. They don't get that. So, Game of Thrones hunk Kit Harrington Mm -hmm. um... 
his ancestor, John Harrington, created the first flushing loo in the 1500s for Queen Elizabeth I. That's why it's called the John. Is that right? This is yes, because of because of, I don't know who Kit Harrington is. He's from Game he's, of Thrones. Yeah, he's the beardy one. He's John Snow. Right. Oh, John Snow. Right. Okay. I wonder why it said John Snow's ancestor invented the loo. Yeah. I thought it went the John Snow. Right. Okay. So I'm going to tell you someone famous. You've got to tell me what their relatives okay. invented. Okay. Monty Don. Monty Don. He's the um, he's a gardener, isn't he? Posh yeah, gardener. Yeah. Yeah. Had a stroke. Came back. Did he? Yeah. Oh, good for him. Um, Monty Don. Posh. I'm guessing he invented... So I'll tell you when it was invented. It was, so it was a long time ago, 1797. Crikey bobs. Yeah. Um, I don't like it. Custard. Mm. Ooh. I like custard. Hot chocolate. Close. Marmalade. Oh, I like marmalade. His, I don't like marmalade. I like a jam, but not marmalade. Why? Because of the bits. You can get it without bits. No, it's just a taste. It's too bitter. You mean? His family invented marmalade. Really? Yeah. Mm. Um, Giles... <laughs> Giles Brandreth's great-great-grandfather. What did he invent? Sna- this is amazing! Snazzy jumpers. Is that your stomach? Just, yeah, hang on. Um, he invented billboards. Well, did he? He invented billboards, yes. Okay. All right. Linda Ronstadt's yeah. dad. These are brilliant. Right. Linda Ronstadt, dad. His dad. dad. German fella. She's got, she got Alzheimer's. She's got um, Parkinson's, I think. Mm. Um, she's a fantastic singer. Beautiful singer. Stone Ponies, of course, were a backing band. Um, uh, they later went on to become the Eagles. Did they? Of, yes, yes, yes. One of her first hits was a cover of Mike Nesmith's Different Drum. Um, her dad... Um, Helmut. I don't know what her dad's called. Her dad's called Lloyd Groff Copeman. Right, okay. Was a hugely successful inventor who made millions thanks to holding almost 700 patents. He uh, So it's a kitchen-based thing. These are some of his other inventions. Right. He devised an early form of the toaster, <gasps> the grease gun, I don't know what that is, the first electric stove, and an early form of the microwave oven. But the really big earner was his most simple device, one used around the world. I have one of these. What, like an ironing board or something? It's like an ironing board. Mm. Small. This is incredible. I don't know. The flexible ice cube tray. Oh, right. Linda Ronstadt's dad. What, even the ones shaped like turtles? He did that? Well, I don't, I mean, I don't think he did the, the turtle one, but... I've got that. I put um, lime cordial in that, so it looks like actual green turtles. Oh, I, kn- I knew this one. I knew this one. Um, Chris, I knew this one. Chris Martin's great-grandfather, Chris Martin of Coldplay, his great-grandfather, um, invented something. The Boring Album. Oh, no, that was Chris Martin. <laughs> no, 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 no. Go on. British Summertime. Wow! Isn't that funny? I'm starting to think I'm from, descended from a family of losers. Well, um, who's Jamie Lang? Do we know who Jamie yeah, Lang is? Yeah, I know. Jamie Lang um, is someone from Made in Chelsea. Okay. Um... It's his great-great-grandfather. It's where they get the money from, I dare say. It's the great-great-grandfather. Flipping heck! Invented 
sandwiches? Very, very close. What? The digestive biscuit. Oh, because he's from McVitie, isn't he? He's a McVitie... Yeah. Uh, One of Britain's most iconic biscuits, digestives, were invented in 19, uh, 1892 by Alexander Grant, a 22-year-old apprentice baker who just joined the biscuit-making giant that would become McVitie's. Mm-hmm. He was the great-great-grandfather of Jamie Lang, 28, the star of Channel 4's Made in Chelsea. In 1920, Robert McVitie died with no heirs, and Grant was made boss of the company. Jammy so-and-so. Grant's only son died a bachelor, and the money switched to the Lang family when the firm was inherited by Hector Lang. Flipping it. Well, you know you're talking about Professor Green and his posh ex-wife. Yes. She's a Macintosh, as in sweeties. As in coats? No, Macintosh. What are the sweeties? They're Round Tree Macintosh, do you remember them? No. He won't know, he's a foreigner. He's nodding. Yes, because he's an idiot. Edward Norton. Right. Oh, motorbikes or something. What? He's an actor. Yeah, but Norton make bikes, don't he? Edward Norton's grandfather. Yeah. He invented the shopping mall. Isn't that just a parade of shops? That was not a parade of shops. That's, that's, Undercover. That's, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're thinking of a high street. Hmm. Um, two more. Um, uh, Alex Best. That's George Best's ex-wife. Right. That's a boring one. Her granddad invented tarmac. So, we oh, go now. we need it. Well... Vincent Price's grandfather. Oh, Vincent Price's grandfather invented the clothes peg. Baking powder. Isn't that baking powder? Isn't that funny? Isn't that funny? Yeah. I'd love all of that. And do you notice a lot of the papers as well today have got the story that we broke yesterday, thanks to George about um, Uri Geller being investigated by the CIA. Well, we broke that story. We had a world exclusive. Hang on a second. Yes, Dennis? Good, e- good morning, I should say. No, good uh, evening. The Roundtree's people have been taken over by the Kraft Cheese Company. Yes. And they're shifting their works over to Poland. Excellent. There's some stats. I, yeah, look, forward to, I look forward to cheaper um, chocolate. No, it'd be worse chocolate. It's not made as good as a proper Roundtree's... They swore they were going to leave it here. No, they've changed. Well, they've changed the. Uh, haven't they changed the the milk they use in it already? Yeah, I but Probably I still, I still love it. And if anyone wants to send me some free stuff, I, I'll eat it. But I wouldn't do it if I was you. You might find you bought something. Give me the runs. Well, I don't. Well, well I, 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 don't, I don't think that's. No, I, don't, I'm sure, I'm, I can assure you those chocolate products will not give you the runs. Is it funny, we were talking to um, the fella earlier on about the metazapine. It saps your energy. I've not been to the gym since I've been on... I did one class since I've gone back on the metazapine. I was doing it three or four times a week. And I've done, I did one class and I was knackered in mm. it. And I, I can't be bothered. I'll wake up tomorrow about 12. I need to leave at 1. I've got an interview. And then I've got to go and do... Um, things make you laugh out loud, yeah. which will be fun. Which will be fun. I don't know what we're, we're doing tomorrow. We did. Um, what did we do last week? It was dads? Dads make you laugh out loud. And yeah, because a... you showed me that um, video of the guy getting zapped by his kids repeatedly. Which one was that? When they kept, he kept, he was jump starting the car or something. Oh, telling yes. him not to start the engine when he had his hands in it. There's another one as well where his kid. I say kid. He's he's a teenager just keep shooting his dad with a nerf gun and has filmed it and his dad would be doing oh alex 
Alec! And it's just constant. Which, of course, is delicious to Oh, it's so funny. It re- it was a really good one, actually. But there's about, about 15 shots of this kid, and he films it on his phone. And his dad will be, like, doing the washing up. <laughs> oh, Alex! And he doesn't, like, go mental or anything. It's just, oh, Alex! It's constant. Like he's always doing it. Very funny. That's it! Dear listener, we are finished. We are done. That's been a busy old show this evening. Excellent detective work, Catherine I Boyle. don't know I'm going to narrow it down to a podcast. I'm going to do a bonus pod. And oh, then s- a bonus pod? Yeah, yeah. And, and then squeeze everything I'm else saying in. bonus. Oh. Uh, which is appropriate. Bonus pod. Um, it, it, we can be a little bit childish in the dying seconds of the, uh, the show. Yeah, you were very sensible for most of it. Wasn't I? Mm. Wasn't I grown up? Very restrained. Um, but I do need to go into a lift and shout obscenities. Don't forget, you can download the podcast, bonus and all, um, if you go to iTunes. If you get it from iTunes, um, be a sweetheart and leave a little review and uh, click on the old five-star thingy. It, it, subscribe. Subscribe. Unsubscribe, subscribe, unsubscribe, subscribe, unsubscribe, subscribe. Back tonight at ten. Ta-ta. Talk Radio. 24-hour radio debate and entertainment. Talk Radio. We'll get you talking.